And welcome back to the All-NBA Podcast, the two-for-one special presented by the Two Beers Podcast. I am the host of this little shindig. I am Jordan White. I'm here with the talent, Tori. How are you? I'm all right. Doing well this evening. And the ambassador, Drew. Drew, how are you? Great, man. Always happy to be here. It is Spitting Christmas some week. some knowledge. It is Christmas week. We are the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nut house. It's from we a gonna, movie. It's from a movie. We're, we are ready to break down what we've seen in, from the NBA so far this season, as well as talk about the slate on Christmas Day. Man, we, we got a lot to get into this season what a season so far huh it's basically been like watching uh that awkward moment on uh on loop 24 hours a day what awkward moment the movie that awkward moment never never saw it no No. it's terrible it's only uh i'm a i mean anyone listens to the pie we're all you know big movie guys but uh i think that's it's the only movie where i actually almost got out of my seat and was like at the point to be like yeah let's you want to just go (laughs) <laughs> fear.com it's the only movie i've ever left the movie theater well what's wild is the cat like the cast of that movie i mean zach efron did they drink Miles, beers miles teller and and michael b jordan like those are like my like bro my brohams and it was just awful they drink beers in those movies uh sure did beers scotch I know that's what we do so let's assume positions for hey the someone's famous. picked up what i was putting down Two Bruce salute, and a three, and a two, and a one. Let's get it on. I am drinking a world-famous Guinness. Drew, what are you drinking? Uh, A evil genius, Santa, I know him. I know him. Tori, what are you drinking? Well, whenever I was uh, down in New Jersey recently, I got to visit with Drew. Jersey. And, and uh, take a visit to the world-famous Wegmans, this Whew. crazy yeah, Wegmans right. beer selection. How, 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 how was Wegmans? It was very good. I was surprised, and I was able to pick up a nice, uh, tasty zombie dust at the uh, Wegmans. That was, that was your... Uh... Really? Yes, Really? They had zombie dust at Wegmans? They have the zombie dust at Wegmans in New Jersey, which means that zombie dust they just passes Pennsylvania. through Pennsylvania, doesn't stop and drop any off, and goes to Wegmans in New Jersey. I'm upset about it, but I picked up a six-pack and brought it home and now drinking it on the pod. Oh, my God. See, that was your chance to, to pull the – you totally undersold it. The pageantries, the costumes. It's all right. It's all right, though. Yeah. What? Hey, look, I I'll give uh, Wegmans a big shout out. They're more than just a, a beer store. They got a nice, nice uh, liquor selection. Way more bourbon than is on typical shelves in uh, pe- Western Pennsylvania. I I was digging the Wegmans scene. That's not even lo- getting into their food. <laughs> I was gonna say I love how you prefaced it as more than a beer store when they're actually like a food store. And then <laughs> I say, I, well, you, on the pod you rave about their their selection. I do, of, I do. It is, it beers. is, it is tremendous. I I don't I don't but, yeah, I don't really understand I, the concept, but yeah, it's it's insane. I I could eat every meal out of Wegmans. Well, you know so what good. Wegmans has. Everything you can get there. 
you can get a giant big old Christmas ham from Wegmans. And which leads me to our first segment. The main entrees, the big old Christmas hams. Uh, I want to talk about the right off the bat, the one seeds. Currently in the east, that's Milwaukee. We'll go with them first, and then obviously in the west is Memphis. But Milwaukee, they are back on top, at least when I was making my notes last night. I don't know if that changed between now and then, so uh, we're still going with it. Nah, they, both, they, haven't bought, they, they and Boston both lost tonight, so they're still the one. Well, so, uh, you know, funny enough, you bring up Boston. So, number one, how's Milwaukee doing what they're doing? What's What's kind of the same or different from their championship team? And also... How did they overtake Boston? Because Boston was off to a hell of a start. Yeah. Uh, no, go ahead, Drew. You well, I was going to say, the, I'll answer the latter first. You know, it's weird because Boston just got all the – they got all the glitz and glam and uh, the headlines. Probably, I think, mainly because there was some skepticism coming into the season because Ime Adoka, their head coach of last year, you know, had the year suspension. Everybody was like, ah, you know, what's what's going to happen there? Like, what's that's probably going to negatively impact them. And then they come out of the gates. They just had like a real big streak of winning, and now now they've like lost I think four out of the last five games. Whereas the Bucks, like they were just quietly like winning like you know six games, lose one, five games, lose one, you know four games. Like they didn't have that juicy like 10, 10, 11 game win streak, but like they were like just racking up wins and then have the occasional loss. So that's how they've kind of caught up to them in the standings uh, at this point. You know. Uh, the but it's kind of the same. Like Middleton doing a lot of this without Middleton. Uh, I mean, he just came back a couple weeks ago, but he's still getting his feet wet. Uh, Connaughton, I don't. Yeah, like I don't think Connaughton's been back back yet. I think he's still out. Um, and doing it despite having Grayson Allen playing significant minutes because that guy's awful. Uh, but it's just dude. It's just dude hard. Like they play hard. Uh, tough. De- they're just a tough minded defensive team. And then Giannis is just you know casually doing. Uh, doing Giannis stuff and I'm sorry I, I had his stats and of course my my laptop froze on me when I my had it up so I'm just oh, gonna man. I'm just gonna keep casually keep casually talking here uh while I try to get his stats up but so, you know he is four he, he, can, <laughs> he continues to be the best two-way player in basketball though somebody is shockingly nipping at his at his heels but you know he's 31 11 five assists you know 53% field goal percentage. Uh, you know, 63.8 from the foul line. So a little a little down in that area where I, I think he was making some pretty pretty good strides. Um, you know, over the last season. I mean, last season he was at 70, 72. Now he's dipped back down to 63. But, you know, uh, I mean, it all goes through Giannis. So uh, it's, you know, it, it is what it is. But a lot of the same. Although I am kind of shocked because as good as a defensive team as they are, they rank dead last in uh, uh, forced turnovers per game, which huh. is just shocking to me. So yeah, they they don't really get too many steals. Uh, they, they, yeah, it's weird. What they have is uh, rim protection. Uh, Brooke Lopez, he might be leading the league in blocks. He just seems like he's swatting everything that comes down the lane. And Giannis, you know, oh, wow. long, big, long defender. Uh, you know, he's obviously offers, offering a lot of rim protection. They, they just, uh, you know, you can't come down the lane, so you're forcing the other team into outside shots. So, yeah, seventy nine. He, yeah, seventy nine blocks. NBA lead leader. Yeah, good, good call on that. And um, I, I should have also pre- started off by prefacing that as much as I usually get into the NBA by now, 
I haven't. I've barely watched any this year so far. My year's been crazy, and I and I have not watched as much as I normally have it by this point. I am sad to say. That's Hopefully. just because the Steelers have been crushing it, so like you guys are still buried in football yeah. season. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but I mean, when you say you haven't watched as much, I'm you're still probably watching. Instead of like two or three games a night, you're still you're probably watching what like o- almost one a night at this point. I mean, I'm trying to, and then every time I feel like every time I turn it, I was messaging you guys. I get excited for a game, I turn it on. And it's always like a thirty-point blowout. Like it just, yeah, se- seems like the two competitive teams can never face each other. Like, and well, go so go at it. Like, take tonight. So you had the Nets and the Warriors, and the Nets had ninety-one points at halftime and were up by forty. Like, yeah, I mean, even even the Cavs Bucks wasn't very. I mean, the final score doesn't tell the story. Like that wasn't a very competitive game for most of it. Uh, and well. It, I was gonna say, hold on, hold on one second before you start going on that that t- tangent because oh yeah, I mean, sorry. No, la- last night was uh, was that last night or the night before that Milwaukee? Or I'm sorry, Milwaukee. Uh, well, I think was it um, um, Milwaukee versus uh, Memphis? Was that well, no? Nah, that was uh, Denver, Denver and Memphis Denver, was Memphis. last night. Denver Memphis, yeah. and it was twenty points was. early on, and just never barely made it into single digits. Yeah, I was thinking about yeah. you, Tori, when because I was like, oh, maybe I'll throw that on, and it was just a blowout, and I was like, there it is yeah. again. Yeah, but uh, how, how is Memphis yeah. doing it? And well, let's kick it to Tori on this one. Well, they're no longer they they are officially no longer. They are officially no longer. Yeah, eh, let's still talk Memphis. I don't so, care. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, I mean, they're kind of doing the same thing they've been doing for the past couple seasons. You know, it's been. More the same. They really didn't add any pieces that are of uh, any significance. Uh, Desmond yeah, Bain has guys just was, was was off to a really 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 good start, and he's missed some time here uh, recently. But he, I mean, they've just kind of been hitting the, hitting the league with more of the same, and just kind of refining it. And that's that's about it's. Nothing do, off, do they have off the any beat inside path. out game, or is it basically just jaw creating plays? Uh, a little bit. I mean, they got they work Stephen Adams in the post a bit. Jaron Jack, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. He could uh, he could go inside or outside. He could finish at the rim with both hands uh, pretty well, but he could also step out and hit shots occasionally. Um, he's not as consistent as you'd like from outside, but he, he's enough to make the other team respect it. But uh, okay. yeah, they, they they you know they got a little bit a uh, little bit of everything going on at pretty much all positions. Um, I I like you know the toughness that Stephen Adams gives his team, but uh, it's it's been you know more the same same that they've been doing for that so, got them the two seed last year and now they're the one seed. I just pulled up the stats. Um, <coughs> Desmond Bain. Uh, and it looks like he's only played like half the games, but yeah, he's been he's been hurt. He, he uh, started he's, off the season on a tear. He's aver- yeah, averaging twenty four point seven and uh, four point nine rebounds with four point eight assists. Yeah. So that's that's pretty significant. Yeah, you know, yeah, like I say this all the time. Like, if you just play hard every night, you're going to win a lot of games in the NBA because a lot of teams don't play hard every night. And Memphis does so that like Memphis, Memphis has an ed- has that edge over most teams yeah, just before a game even starts, and I feel like that's that's what they do. Um, Them and Milwaukee are similar like yeah. that. How and their stars just want to play hard every single night. Yeah. And like, I mean, it also, it also helps. And, and uh, Giannis do not take a night off. 
Yeah, and I mean it also helps when your star literally gets away with carrying the ball in every play. So oh, that's uh, a we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get that's there. That's a segment. <laughs> um, but I guess Denver's currently in the in the tiebreaker for the one seed at the moment. Is that what you were? Basically it's getting that at? Denver. Denver is in sole possession. Uh, the Pelicans, okay. Pelicans, and Memphis are tied. But I mean, and Ja, by the way, too. Like he's, you know. He's actually taken a. It's, 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 he's taken a little dip here in some of his numbers. I mean, his uh, his you know his free throws are down a tick. His three point percentage is eh, that's about even a last year. His field goal percentage he, he's 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 been around fifty or fifty percent the last two years. He's at forty five right now. So um, he's he's dipped a little there. But I mean, he's up he's up his assists. So his playmaking's gotten a little bit better, and he's up his rebound or uh, up up his rebounding. So. Uh, but he just and he's he's gonna be uh, Nike's next signature player. Cool. So yeah. good for him. Um, does any do, do? Are you guys? No, it's somebody else that I have a bet with because we 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 talk about uh, a team like Memphis. This is a perfect example of what's wrong with the NBA. This should be a team that stars that are about to be free agents should be lining up to play for. Right? You got yeah. a star. I guess you could call like in today's NBA, John Morant's a star. Might not be a superstar yet, but he's a star. He's a you have an organization. You, you have an organization that has been drafting. They just have been hitting home runs in the draft, and it's not like they're all top five picks. Like we'll talk about. Yeah, you know, obviously I'm, I was all in favor of uh, the tank from the Sixers, but like they're hitting home runs with like mid picks, picks in the twenties. Like what? Why would you not? And they have baby blue uniform. Like their uniforms are sick. So like. If if you're like serious about winning and that's and like the NBA and the NBA like you know was like a, a real like actually worked the way it should, every star should be banging on the door to go play there. Guaranteed Dang. they don't. Guaranteed they don't send one. They don't gotta sign get that sick top. jerseys, bro. They are sick. I mean, come on. Am I if I gotta wear some like ugly? I, I, if I gotta if I gotta wear some like ugly dog shit green jersey, uh, or I get to wear this sexy blue like jersey with a fucking grizzly bear coming out of it, I'm going <laughs> definitely going Carolina blue with the grizzly bear. Are you kidding me? Um, but I guarantee. I, I think I, I think I bet a hundred bucks on my buddy that like they won't sign one major one major player. And then when it, when Jaw's contract's up, it'll be man the Grizzlies they just they just didn't do right by Ja Morant. It's like all right, well like like I always say. Give me the list of players that wanted to go there, and that they and that the Grizzlies ownership was like, no, we're not going to sign you. <laughs> so I, I hope I, I'm, you know, I'm with the with, with the the um, the teams all over the place this year. I'm kind of pulling for Memphis to win the title, but I, I we digress. I would love it, but yeah, no, that that would be really cool. Yeah, um, I digress. Jaw was the guy I wanted the Knicks to get, but whatever. We'll, we'll talk about Denver later. Um, yeah, let's talk about uh, who wasn't first. I got uh, yeah. Uh, other teams that are doing well, you know, they might not be the main entree, the Christmas ham, but you know, they're they're also significant pieces of the Christmas meal here. They're like they're like uh, up next is like casserole. the uh, it's like the well, I was gonna say the sweet potato casserole with the marshmallows on top. Oh, that's another yeah. good one. Uh, yeah. Like the Suns per se. Like oh, I gotta ooh. say, like wrong, they... wrong, wrong team. Sorry, wrong team. <laughs> Okay, so right, you say that they're like a like, ma- they're yeah, like they're, they're they're like a garlic mashed potato they're, down they're there. They're the, the, they're the cranberry sauce. Why, why are they still here? <laughs> well, exactly. It's yep. kind of my point is like they're not sex. They're not sexy. They're like okay, whatever. They're yesterday's news, but here they are in the three. Well, 
like I said, they were the three seed whenever I made my notes yesterday. I don't know. Are they are they four seed now, but they're like four, yeah. but whatever, yeah. What, whatever the case, they're they're right there. Here they are again, nineteen and thirteen. I'm I'm on the yeah. NBA app right now. Well, the 19, big thirteen, like, yeah. like how is this? Is this team gonna go away? Like, is it just like the Chris Paul high floor? Like, Torrey? well, he hasn't even he hasn't even really played particularly well. Booker Booker has you know Booker continues to play well. Uh, they still have a sol- solid role players. Uh, they lost Cammy Johnson, who I, I guess I guess I thought he was out for the season, but man, he he looked like he was doing some drills already on the court. The yeah, other night. I, I think you overestimated. His maybe I did. Maybe I was just so heartbroken by it. Like, but yeah, maybe he is coming back. Um, and Jay Crowder still hasn't played because they he <laughs> like, yeah. what a baby, God. what a baby. He wasn't going to start, so he's like, well, trade me. And like they're at the point where they you know they could use him with Cam Johnson hurt. They're like, nah, stay at home. Uh, the, obviously, the biggest thing they're seven and zero, and I know that this isn't a big thing in the NBA anymore. But they're seven and zero in their division because their division's filled with trash. And you know, the lake with between the Lakers, the Kings, and then the Clippers, whose two players play every three games, they're just they're, yeah. That's of their nineteen of their nineteen wins, seven of them are in the division. They're five and nine on the road, fourteen and four at home. A bunch of those are probably the division games, and they so. and they started off really hot too. I think they were like fifteen and six coming. They out were, of the yeah. So I think they lost five they, in a row, and they they've been on a down downturn. They've kind of had some uh, some chemistry issues. People well, yelling yeah, at DeAndre, each other yeah. on the sidelines, all this shit. Like it, it's not a. It's not all roses in, in Phoenix. <laughs> well, the the Aiton thing's been that 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 pooch has been screwed since um since Game Seven against Dallas last whenever year. Whenever they benched where, him or whatever. Yeah, where like Monty like Monty wouldn't play him, uh, which and he, not like he was playing well anyway. Uh, and then the contract stuff, the Pacers offer him the offer sheet, which is why it's in place. And then he got mad because the Suns weren't going to offer him mad, all, all that nonsense. And then they didn't talk all summer. And then there was that viral video of like Monty putting him in his place the other day, um, which I, I you know I've never like I wasn't big on giving him a max contract. I just don't think he plays like a max player. No. Um, but again, that's another flaw in the NBA that somebody was going to give him one. Uh, but you know, a lot of it again, it just a lot of it just goes through Booker and again, like Bridges is so versatile defensively. You know that they that they play pretty well, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna attribute a lot of that to the fact that they they've played seven games against uh, the Kings, the Lakers, and uh, the Clippers. Yeah, that that uh, is always gonna help. Okay, um, staying out west, and I guess they've moved up a notch now. But the Pelicans, yes, now they're 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 the sweet potatoes with the uh, the there sweet potato go. casserole with the marshmallows. Yeah. Okay. So, how how are the Pelicans pulling this off? I mean, obviously so, the ball's flowing through Zion. He's averaging what twenty five, twenty seven points. Yeah, twenty. So, yeah, twenty. Yeah, twenty five, uh, seven and five. Uh, and obviously, you know, just an like absolute. I said, I haven't really watched any. <laughs> I I I, yeah. I, I kind of haven't gone there yet. But like, that's a yeah. team that I got to plug 60, into. Sixty percent from the floor. He's just wow. A mon- He's just so, a monster. What, so is he? Well, here's this is hold overall. On, on, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. At sixty oh, percent from the floor, I would assume that he, those are a lot of dunks and getting oh. to the basket. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, shoot, he's shooting thirty-three percent from three, which he's isn't not, terrible. It's, not, it's it's not terrible, but it's not like he's like making it okay. rain out there. Mm-hmm. So he's he, basically he, just getting to the basket nonstop. Yeah, getting yeah, easy but he baskets. barely. Yeah, what's he? He's not even attempting one. He's barely attempting even one per game. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's like he's he's definitely gotcha. uh, definitely uh, down low, yeah. getting I, into the paint. All right. Yeah, so I mean, I've got gonna, I've got some his athleticism. Yeah, I mean, they taught. I mean, they spent a year and a half teaching him how to run, so he's probably finally putting that to good use. Fin- um, finally, fastest his, player his in the world. Huh. Yeah, I mean, this is. I mean, they're they're just an incredibly fluid offensive team. I mean, they're they're number three in points per game, number five in field goal percentage, number six in assists per games. They're uh, top five. They're top five in field goal percentage differential, which you know. A lot of that is because they're so efficient offensively, like defensively. Like they're not as bad as I thought. I thought they would still be pretty abysmal defensively, but you know, like Zion's like bought in a little bit. Um, you know, Ingram bought in a little bit. I mean, they they haven't even had Ingram since Thanksgiving, which is kind of wild that they've gone yeah. on this run. Wow. Um, and they're top six in rebounding differential. So like they're in the they're in the top ten in like a lot of key categories, like you know, efficiency, rebounding. And point differential, like those are a lot of things that I look at when I'm looking at good teams, and the Pelicans are right there with them. So that's what they've been doing. Um, you know, when they get Ingram back, I I still I don't know how sustainable it is. I know people after they started out like five and two, people were already talking about like 55 wins, and I'm like, can we can we pump the like we're like we're like waiting for Zion, but Zion, the biggest the biggest stat for Zion Williamson so far. Are you ready for this, Jo Tori? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 25 games played. Yeah. All right. There we go. That's what we 25, like to <laughs> 25 games played out of a possible 30. Stay out of the training room. There you go, baby. That's, you know, that's, I mean, we joke, but like, that's just a huge part of it. Like, being, hey, being able best to. Best ability is available. Availability. Yeah. I don't know. And again, I, I nerded out on some of the stats with them because I, even I was, I was looking at it the other day. I'm like, I don't get it. But I don't know if, if you watch them tour. You have any other different takes on I, that? I I haven't really got a chance to watch them too much. I have, like I said, I have. That's one team I've really wanted to watch and just have keep missing. And I'm just like, damn it. Um, got it. Yeah. Um, CJ McCollum. Right. I I did want to say he's been he's been having a good good year. CJ McCollum. Yeah, and they seem to he, have figured out a. Um, his skill set fits that team and like what he brings, like yeah. he's not being asked to do too much. Well, he's actually, and he actually is a veteran guy that like, yes. like their two, their two best players are like 22 year old. You know what I mean? Like they're, yeah. they're young guys. So he at least brings that present, but they, they've also an adult a, in the room as I like to say. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I was avoiding that, but yes, exactly. Um, but they they they've all they they also uh, are using Larry Nance to his potential too, which is uh, a big a big thing that you know the 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 Blazers weren't able to do with him. So <laughs> so that's been good. Um, all right, I'm gonna swing it back east. Uh, um, why, Grass? Uh, Grass. Uh, well, just just real- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The only thing I'll say on Boston is Drew. You made the comment the other day of. Why is this team just shooting so many three pointers, and, that, and that's how they're not closing out games because they get cold from three? Is that any other comments? Other uh, I mean, that? that's why. I mean, listen, they've been really good because defensively, they haven't missed a beat from last year, and uh, like they've they've been shooting a high per. They were shooting a high percentage from three, but like that always, like to me, like that always just kind of unless you're Steph Curry, it always evens out to the norm. So, you know. And a big thing, and I'll, I'll credit, credit uh, Puma Lou for this. Uh, like during their losing streak, it's been like the pacing of the shots. Like they're not getting, they're not taking good, sh- good, good 
good threes like in the flow of the game. Like a lot of it's like late shot clock, like force threes. So that's a that's that's a piece with them. Tatum again. Tatum's been playing. He that's the story of the Celtics. The fact that Jason Tatum has just leveled up. His game, like he's approaching yeah, superstar that, status. He's he, he's, that was there, a, he's there. He's now, there. see, here's he, yeah, here's he's been in the finals. He's been yeah. to multiple conference finals. Yeah, he's I mean, him and, and, and Jalen, yeah, him and Jalen Brown there. have so much playoff experience because they had the luxury of like building a team and then getting all the Nets lottery picks <laughs> and not actually having to tank because they had another bad team's uh, first round picks. But yep. Um, this is a great example of a guy because I don't think we see this enough. Like for guys that want to, you know, that want to talk about that they're stars and they should get max contracts. This is a guy who was already a multiple All Star. You know, would have been a Finals MVP. Was the Eastern Conference Finals MVP last year? Could have easily just came back, been doing the same thing. Nobody would have said anything. There were like a few things that he like was really deficient in last year. Not deficient, but like he was not good at going to the basket taking contact finishing and um you know like little floaters around the rim and like this like, he worked you could just tell like this past summer that's something he very much focused on because now he's not shying away from the rim when he's when he's going up against bodies like he's taking the contact finishing with contact yeah man and like that's that that's what that that's what the best of the best do like they they constantly work on their craft and so kudos to Jason. I mean, I hate the fucking Celtics, but but kudos to them. And Jalen Brown is far. I've always loved him, but like never expected him to be able to play at the level that he has been playing at. And for now, for now, Bra- uh, Ma- Malcolm Brogdon's been a very, very key addition. Is yeah. he going to stay healthy for a full season? Eh, we'll see. But the only the only guy with more red red uh, red red medical flags than uh, than than Tory's. Uh, best friend who we'll get into well huh. they're they're only having brogdon play like 24 minutes a game so i i, I, I know that's gonna know. help his durability um and then you know maybe as the season goes on maybe you see him get some fourth quarter minutes you know try and help with their offense late in games but yeah they're i think they're not not overusing him to try and max out his uh durability and get the most out of him okay um, staying out east, uh, team who roster construction, we, we were interested to see after the giant trade, how, how it would come together. The Cavs, um, they are hanging out right there in the uh, three seed, 22 and 11, uh, doing great. Uh, how do we feel, based on how, how they've played so far, we we kind of noted that like hey come playoff time having your two best players being under six five like might be a problem. We we still holding true to that or or have we seen something in the way they played that makes us feel different? And also piggybacking off of that, how how's their yeah, twin towers kind of coming along? You know they got Mo- Mobley and and uh, Jared Allen. How how's the spacing been for those guys? Um, also, putting the asterisk that obviously in Pittsburgh we can't see all the Cav games. Still can't get over that. Uh, <laughs> you want to? Uh, well, I, should I take this since you guys can't? Uh, watch yeah, it take every last <laughs> bit of it because um, I I think the fact that I think the I, I think you hit it on the head there, Jo. The fact that 
they have this weird dynamic with Mobley and Jared Allen to piece with those two small guards has actually made a lot of this work. I mean, Mo- dude, Mobley is special, man. Like, I, ah, uh, man, I was so high on him in the draft. He's actually, I think he's actually one guy that uh, That was buddy, Jordan's Adam, darling. Was like, that was Jordan's yeah, I know. darling. Yeah, I, yeah, I did. That, like, Cade was the right pick. You had to pick Cade there, but, like, ah, uh, Mobley. I mean, he's averaging, he's, he's not, you know, he's basically the third, fourth option, and he's averaging 15 points per game. He's doing it on 56% shooting from the field. He's only shooting 26.5% from three, but like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want a seven footer. Like, I, I don't want him out there shooting threes anyway. So, you know, he's he's playing within within his game. Oh, excuse me, he's only taking like one a game, and he's averaging nine rebounds. You know, three assists, 1.3 blocks. Like, you know, like he's he's just being very effective. So it's like. You have you have you have these rim protectors, but like Mobley, Mobley ah. is you're you're gonna love this, Drew. He's a much better, more refined version of John Collins. He he is like what John, I hate you. I, I, what, I he's like what you, you that, what, what people who think John Collins you is, what people reckless think John, child what people think <laughs> John Collins is Evan Mobley actually is like he, that's like. Like, that's like, like that's what what are you what, drink what are you, what are you drinking over there the dust. voodoo the zombie thing what what people that, think John Collins That's like a zombie is, is thing like, to an O'Doul's. Oh my god. It's it's like where John Collins is out there shooting threes where you don't want him to be. Evan Mobley is inside getting rebounds and easy buckets. Like they they're the same like size and athleticism. But the way Mobley plays is how you would want John Collins to play, and he just doesn't. Oh, I see. okay. You you brought it home for me there, because I, I I I get I get I it. Saying, a I bit like more. the explanation. I, didn't... <laughs> I, I got it a little bit more there. Uh, a lot a little bit more there. I just like, you see what I'm saying? Like I, I do now. After you explained the way you originally said it, I was like, what? Uh, like, I don't like, I don't even know Mobley if I Mobley is like John Collins' best case that he's never going to be. Like like Collins is just like a a slightly above average like energy guy. Like he's not good. he's yeah. not a good defender. He's really not even that good of a shooter. Like I, I people people think he's it's people think he's like special and I'm like why do you think that? Like, do you watch? No. Do you watch him play? Like, I don't. And, I don't even know. Mobley is like the things that they think John Collins is. Ah, oh, dude, yeah. Like, there's been, there's been like, I, I know. I think, I think the Tim Duncan somewhat comp is ridiculous. Like, he's more of a, he's, he's really. I mean, he really is, uh, like a Chris Bosh prototype, to be honest. Because Bosh's defense was always underrated. Um, yeah. You know, he, he just plays. I think he's got a better. I think he's got a better post post game than Bosch, but and Bosch was just yeah. a better a better shooter overall. But there, I think I think that's like the Bosch did a the, lot of work in the post in Toronto, and it was kind of like the he Miami did he did. I just I just think I just think Mobley's more yeah. I just think Mobley's more polished. Bosch's career, he went the further Bosch got away from from the rim, but. Yeah, he he adapted he adapted to it. Um, yeah, I, I'm just point. I'm just here for the uh, Silicon Valley reference. That was great. Thank you. I, I it was my child. it was my it was my goal to get that in here somehow today. And I'm glad I'm glad I was able to do it early on that on that kind of <laughs> comment. Um, but yeah, listen, Mitchell's played really great. Um, you know, Garland keeps getting better. But and and this is just this is dumb to say because you could say this for everybody. I I need to see Donovan Mitchell do it in the playoffs, man. Like. Too many three blown three one lead, 
blown, uh, you know, blown, yeah. blown lead against the Kawhi's Clippers. More consistency. Can't beat. Can't, 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 yeah. can't, can't beat a Lucas Mavs. And I mean, obviously, I'm blaming more of that on the other loser who. Uh, I yeah. I mean, for for as much as for as much as we get right on this podcast, there's two things that you guys uh, so far have been so off on, and we'll get to that clown at some point. <sighs> Will we? Um, I hope so. I mean, we're definitely talking about that. I, I'm just, and then there's just a couple. Oh, by of- the way, and the Cavs. But and this is also a, just the theme of how like average everybody in the league is right now. The Cavs lead the league in point differential. Now, what usually like they're like when you have like a, like a, a team that's just very much better than everybody else, at, like night in night out, you probably get a point differential around like I don't know what, like nine, maybe ten points a game. Like that's pretty much like I think maybe where you kind of see. Some, I forget what the war the Warriors what their point differential wasn't even fair, but uh, six point five. Is the point differential for the, for them? That's the best in the league. Huh, that's weird. So and like, if you take out the Spurs who like aren't trying to win, the worst in the league is um, six point seven. Okay. Interesting. Wow. Very interesting. Um, and then just to blow through a couple others, uh, quickly, Brooklyn. Do we even have much to say about them at this point? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, what? they've kind of found their stride a bit. Like man, oh yeah, they. Def- kind of, I, I was gonna say, I, I kind of feel like they're just kind of biding like their time, and they're they're in the they're in the four seed right now, and they're just kind of just clicking along. Well, we like kind of yeah. slow, slowly building, and then I feel like by the time we hit the stretch run is when they're really gonna like start to hit the gas. Uh, they're the hottest team in the league. I don't know. What, uh, uh, I don't know what hitting the gas is besides being yeah. the hottest team in the league. Well. They they are really coming together. Kevin Durant is playing lights out. Um, that's re- that's who he's I, really I was taking, referencing. He's really taking control of this team. Um, once the, once the smoke and the dust and all that settled from like the whole Kyrie fiasco, uh, it. It, everyone kind of like because for a while everyone just kind of stopped worrying about the Nets basketball, which kind of I think let them like focus on basketball and forget everything else, and and they've kind of come together. They they've they've really been playing well. Yeah, well, and the main I was gonna say Kevin Durant was who I was referring to with nipping at the heels of Giannis as the best two way player in basketball again to the Nets, and it, it's 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 defense is why the Nets have won. Seven in a row, just one more game than uh, than than Philly um, at six. Uh, yeah. But uh, they have the best five man, best five man defensive lineup in basketball, and it doesn't. That didn't even include Ben Simmons, which is hilarious because that's what this he was supposed to be doing. Like Joe Harris is the fifth guy in in, in that uh, in that lineup. The Joe Harris, put some respect the, on his name. The Joe Harris. Well, then even even better. Seven players have defended a hundred isolations this season. Two of the Nets rank it. Uh, the two of the Nets are the top two guys in points allowed per ISO possessions. Kevin Durant point eight five, and uh, you know short hair Nick Claxton at point point eight seven. So defensively, they've just really stepped it up since uh, Jacques Vaughn's taken over. They have now they have played some cupcakes. I mean, they yeah. haven't been like they haven't been playing world beaters here in the yeah. last the last seven games. Like again, they got the Warriors tonight without Curry. Curry's going to be out for a while anyway, and no Clay Thompson. 
But, you know, seven, I mean, they, they, they weren't even beating those teams to start the year. So, you know, they're, they're always going to be dangerous. Like, you know, Stars winning this league, and they got two of them. So, you know, and I like their role players. Like, I like Joe Harris. I like Seth Curry. Um, if what's-his-face, if Bubble Jordan can stay healthy, I like him. I'd actually like to see them move Bubble Jordan and Royce O'Neal, like try to fleece a team like the Lakers who like think those guys are good, just to get guys like Cam um, Cam Thomas more playing time. Like Cam Thomas, like anytime they yeah. give him minutes, like this dude just puts up buckets. Uh, like, they, they need like, to develop, find Yes. Yeah, man, like develop your young, cheap like role player. Like, you're you're paying him nothing, and this guy can 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 contribute. Like like give that guy a minute. Like get rid of those other guys who like people just think are good. And and that was our criticism of uh, the Warriors in in the playoffs last year, where they didn't use their young guys at all. And now this year, whenever they need him to play, they they're not good. Like maybe maybe maybe, maybe they knew something we didn't. Uh, well, I don't know. But yeah, Camp Thomas. Well, anytime he touches the floor and sees significant minutes, he's very visible and and makes an impact. I I think they need to work work on getting him uh, some more playing time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they the the Nets have definitely put themselves. Cam Brady. Cam Brady. <laughs> um. And then and then Brooklyn is this country's backbone. <laughs> Burner account, burner accounts are this country's back backbone. Um, all right, my feet are tight, taped to the bike pedals on this one, Chip. <laughs> Philly, Drew, this is your team. Uh, sorry, I have like this like half sneeze going on where like it's there, it's not going anywhere, but I can't get rid of it. So. If you're ever um, about to sneeze, think of a white <laughs> a white horse. It'll go away. Um. When- Come Shadow Facts. Show us the meaning of haste. Dude, they're all over the place. So they're they're the second hottest team in the NBA right now with uh with six straight wins. It's kind of weird and disjointed. Like they started out the season, Joel was out of shape. Big fucking surprise, right? I mean, my God. Uh and then within the course of the first excuse me, first nine games in like a four day span, they lose James Harden for a month. Joel Embiid and and everyone's favorite uh, Philadelphia's child, Tyrese Maxey. So they somehow got through a stretch. Glenn Rivers' best coaching job in Philly was when he didn't have those three guys at all, <laughs> um, which was nuts. So they stayed afloat, and now they've gotten Joel and and Harden back, and um, you know they've routed off these wins. Maxey still isn't back. Like the big story with them, like I just they're just. They're missing something. Like, I know we're all supposed to be impressed with Mr. Championship DNA, PJ Tucker. Like, I wish people, like, I, I, I wish more people could hear, like, just the truth about PJ Tucker from this podcast and not what, like, national people will tell you. Um, they're just missing. I, DeAnthony Melton, I, I never thought the Seth Curry trade, like, them getting Seth Curry for, like, a late first round pick, or I don't, it might not have been that. I think it was a second round pick. From the Mavs was gonna was like the biggest fleece in Sixers history, um, outside of like Rondo for two first round picks from the Kings. But man, getting DeAnthony Melton for the twenty fifth pick in this year's draft, I like I can't really imagine how much better Memphis would even be with that dude. He's so good, man. Um, yeah, and it, but it all I mean with them like it all comes down to you know the guy who should be the two time MVP, but unfortunately he is not. 
Uh, I mean, Joel Embiid leading the league in scoring again. He's at 33 points per game, 10 rebounds, five assists. He's shooting 53% from the floor, which actually is pretty solid from him because, you know, his dumbass is always out there shooting, like, you know, step back 23 footers and stupid threes that he doesn't need to be shooting. So he's usually shooting more around like 47, 48% because of that. But, you know, he's at 53%. You know, he's shooting 35% from three. He's still, I, I'm sure he's leading the league in free throw attempts per game. If not, he's way, he's got 12 per game. So that's way up there. And he's shooting at the 85, 85% a clip, you know, defensively, he's still a machine. Um, His free throw percentage is 85%. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. He, he's, he's oh, a yeah, really, yeah. really good free throw shooter. Yeah. He, he's excellent. And then if Giannis uh, I mean, Hart- shot that at free throw, Giannis would be leading the league <laughs> in scoring. <laughs> Yeah, like, well, yeah, he probably he probably averaged 36, 36, 38 points a game. game. Like, it'd be nuts. Ah, uh, be so, yeah, it'd be so crazy. Um, and I just, I did want to pull up Harden because Harden, I, I, I think it's fair to say that Harden, you know, was probably injured last year more than than he let on. Um, he has been playing much better this year. Again, he's only played in 15 games, but he's at 20, 22 points per game, six rebounds, eleven assists. Like for all other things, forget anything else. Like in his sleep, he aver- he can average ten assists per game. Um, field goal percentage is still around like forty four percent, which is where he usually shoots. Thirty six percent from three, so that's way up from where he was um, as a sixer last year. Eighty eight from the line. So he's been doing- the one thing that I actually like about Harden this year is I I complained about it nonstop on the pod. You know when we did our specials last year, like it was he he seemed like he was still in Houston mode where like it was a layup or a three like. Teams would like stop, would like back up on him and like give him wide open eight footers, and like he just wouldn't shoot them, even though he's like, you know, got a good stroke. And uh, like this year, he's actually taking those. Like if the defense is gonna let him shoot a ten foot, like, he had to ball, block out shot. D'Antoni's voice in his head telling him it was Don't. nuts. Like I, I was, <laughs> I was getting, I was getting so frustrated. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like James, like you're a good shooter, like just just shoot that ten foot shot, like it's not an inefficient shot, like just shoot it. And he's been doing <laughs> that this year, so it's been good. Um. You know, I don't. He's really I, coming. Like it, he's really coming into the fair mirror role that I predicted, where you know he was the bad guy coming into the season, but now he's less like. He did have. He, he did have that quote that Jo sent around. With, was that you, Jo, who sent that around about him being well, or about about basically everyone thought he was a quitter and a bad guy, but then the Nets' other star wanted out of there too. So what does that tell you? Yeah, I think that was Tori that sent that. Maybe hmm. I sent that. I don't know, but yeah, it, the the bottom line is like. I don't know. Everything I hear from him, see from him, like he's doing all the right things. He, yeah. yes, he, yes. You know, I heard some quote with about him. He's like, you know, if if I had like a championship ring, my legacy of my effect on this game would be viewed in a completely different light, and that's what I'm trying to do. Blah blah blah. It's just all the right things you want to hear from like a guy like him, like where he's got like kind of like the bigger picture. Like, okay, I need to get the championship. I need to do this for my legacy like and the way he's been playing he just kind of gives the Sixers whatever they need on a given night if he if they need 30 points from him that's what he's doing if they need him to give 15 assists that's what he's doing like I just love what he's giving that team yeah they um they just need to I mean Glenn's a problem 
I just <laughs> that that's the bad thing about the six game win streak. Like there was a point yeah. in time where had they had that I was at the Laker game where they blew a fifteen point lead in three minutes and went to overtime. Like had they lost that game, like he may have been fired. Like it might have happened. But so now he'll be there. Like I just he's just not a winning coach. Like I don't care like what numbers stay saying and all these things. Like he's just he's uninspiring. The so like, he's a problem. The NBA. What's that? The Mike Tomlin of the NBA. He yeah yeah exactly. Uh Except at least very, Tomlin's very got good two. Comp. Yeah. Wait, does, does Tomlin have two Super Bowls or just the one? Just one. Yeah, just the one. Oh yeah, he made it to two. Um. So yeah, he. Be, so yeah, so he. Li- he literally is the Glen Rivers. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Great, great comparison there. Um. And they just need to make a trade, and I just. It's tough because I, 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 I like Tobias. I like what he does, but like they just, they just need something. And I mean, they're gonna be at. They're again. They're they've won six in a row, and they're. They're the five seed. I mean, they're three and a half out from the one seed, and Tyrese Maxey's only played like seven games. So I just, I don't, I don't know. I just don't know what they, what they can move and, and and who, like who, who you could, who they could target that would be like. They're still not playing Tybal, are they? I mean, he, you know what? Like, and I love, I love him. Like, I, I was so pumped when he wasn't part of the the Ben Simmons James Harden trade, but he, he, he hasn't earned a spot, man. Like. All, all he has to do is play play defense and hit, like, corner threes. And, like, he just like, he just doesn't do it. Like, I get it. Like, Pete, you'd rather him getting those minutes than PJ. But, like, PJ just, like, plays much smarter than him. So, it's like, I, I can't argue with it at this point when I watch him well, out I, there. That's I'm a like, potential piece to look to. If he's not going to be. Well, yeah, it would be it would be him and, like, Furcon. But, like, I don't, I don't think that gets you, like, the change that you need. I, I just, I feel like they need. Uh, I can't even think of a guy, like. Like a Brandon Clark type, like kind of guy to like to stick in there in the starting five, like just like a utility, like just like an athletic utility guy that doesn't need the ball, but you know can can hit corner threes and is gonna. What is, about is a, those two and two firsts for OG Ananobi? <laughs> well, I mean, it, he's apparently he's it, apparently gonna he's apparently gonna cost seven first round yeah, picks. Yeah, so. King's <laughs> ransom. I love that. I just they're, they're not gonna. Toronto's not gonna do that though. I'd, I'd 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 be all in for that. Just all they right. just they they just need some they just need something. I just I can't put my that, finger. That was on just it. the name that I know has been floated out forever. And like, oh, like and, oh, and, oh, and the comp the, the, com- yeah. the comps and the comp the comp comparisons for us. But I wouldn't mind getting my paws on Siakam. To be honest with you, even though he broke Joel's face because he's a fucking dirtbag. <laughs> but um, I don't know what he would cost. But like, that's a guy that I'm like. Yeah, like I, you know, maybe maybe that's it. Maybe they need like just a change of pace guy like him. So maybe. Um, all right, I'm gonna um, kind of flow with with the uh, um, standings here a little bit. Go, yeah, do it. I'm, I'm calling this one. It's a Christmas miracle. Knicks for clicks. Uh, I was. They ruined it tonight, though. We were going to be partying. We were. It was going to be a big celebration. Yeah, they lost. Yeah, they lost to the Ra- They lost to the Raptors. Uh, Knicks lost. Seven. The Virginia Tech Hokies suffered their second loss of the season. Uh, it's just a bad basketball night in this household. Yeah. So after what a seven-game win streak, uh, I guess the the streak comes to an end tonight. But man, the they Knicks... got they got cattle they got cattle belled by the uh, by the Raptors. Oh man. Um, on I a back to back, you know. I just lost my app here. Um, but they are what in the fifty-two C- from your boy Siakam. Yeah. Wow. Um. 
while I'm struggling to get my app back up, they're what? They're, they're the sixth they're seed? They're the sixth seed right now. Tori, uh, how are the Knicks looking? How are they doing it? And you know, when they first entered the Julius Randle era, he was basically the, their do-it-all. Now they've went and signed Jalen Brunson. How how is that all coming together? Is this is this smoke and mirrors, or is this like the beginning of something? Um, it depends what you define as something. I think uh, like from what they've shown, they could sustain this into like the six seed. I mean, I I don't think they're gonna make a push to like. Like when I, I don't even think they could win a playoff series to be honest, be just because of who they're gonna have to face and all the teams that are gonna be ahead of them. Um, but I mean they're they're definitely playing good basketball. Uh, Brunson is definitely working to get easy shots for himself and others, so that's a positive. Uh, they're def. Defensive efficiency has been way up over these last eight games. That eight-game winning streak they were on, uh, they they've been. Uh, oh, so wait, the winning streak got to eight. Games? They got to eight games. Yeah. Oh, I thought because it was last bad. last night they blew out the Warriors and then came back tonight and lost. But uh, gotcha. Uh, but yeah, so they they've been playing pretty good defense. Uh, they, I mean. It, it's sustainable. Like, it's sustainable enough yeah. to get, like I said, to get to the sixth seed. It's not something that's going to put them over the top. They're still like at, like a premier star away, on, like at a wing position. Uh, and Barrett's n- not that guy, unfortunately. Hey, uh, uh, twenty-one points a game during the win streak. That's that's very nice. Yeah, but like you, I, you, my, my you're uh, just too, you're you're too close to it. You're too close to it. I, I see for what it is. Look, he, he, he he's not a very efficient player. Like, he'll, he'll, that's fair. That's he'll do fair. like that's twenty-one fair. points on like sixteen shots and like maybe six free throws. I'm like, that's not an efficient twenty-one. Like, uh, like uh, he yeah. he he's got skill. He he definitely could contribute. But if you were counting on him to be like a star wing player, it's just not him. It's just not he's just not that he's, guy. He's not him. Yeah. Yeah. And I think two two things on the Knicks. I hundred percent and again way too much money, but whatever. Like if you can figure it you can figure it out. But like I feel like Brunson has stabilized that team and they have like a legitimate point guard floor general. And to your point, Tori, get picks his spots and he get himself high quality shots and is setting up his teammates for high quality shots where, you know, Barrett quickly Randall, like, you know, even like Rose at this point in his career, you know, like they haven't had that even for the last two seasons, even when they made the playoffs two years ago. So Brunson at least gives them that again, they paid way too much to get that, (laughs) but Hey, like that's, that's that's like that is a good piece and a good yeah, again it's a good building yeah. block. Now the key for that and, and am I crazy? The couple of next games I watch has has Tibbs been playing some young guys? Is this he, a thing? He's been playing a little bit. Um, McBride has been like a steady or Quentin Grimes has been a a, a, uh, a, a steady uh, piece in there. And then dude, I wanted to like, McBride. So, McBride is so getting, close a little bit of run. Uh, but Grimes yeah. has been like a steady piece in there. Um, yeah, it, there's been some younger guys, and I think that's part of the reason they were able to sustain the energy to get like an eight-game uh, winning streak. And you know, I'm glad you brought up the the uh, playoff season of a couple years ago because I thought 
the similarity between this team and that team is a lot of people forget like the Knicks were down at like the nine seed or ten seed a couple seasons ago, and then they went on a thirteen game win streak. They just won yeah. all these games in a row, and it was right at the end of the season. And so, like, by the time they were done with their win streak, they were up at the four seed, and then the season just kind of, like, ended right when their win streak did. So, yep. like, they weren't able to, like, fall down the standings and have other teams with more talent, like, pass them back up. Whereas this season, we had our win streak early. We had, you know, so we moved up to – we only only even able to get up to, like, the sixth seed with it. And I'm just worried that, you know, it's – too, we peak too early, and then we're gonna fall down to earth and just have some bad losses, and then our, we're Girl just goes all about that. And then we're just slide, <laughs> yay! And then we're just hey slide, <laughs> slide down the uh, standings. But um, from from what I've seen, I mean, but you look at the teams behind the Knicks. Like I'm not worried about the Hawks. The Heat might end up passing. The Heat are a good regular season team. Uh, the not pe- not this year. Uh, I mean, they they've been coming on. They've they've won. Uh, Six of their last ten. I mean, I, I think they're going to put it together enough to pass up the uh, the Knicks, but uh, the Pacers, I think, could possibly pass them up. I mean, yeah. What? You're, you're, yeah, you're not on mute anymore, Drew. Ah, dagger. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, sorry, guys. Well, I was say what, what? What was that? Quote? I was setting up. Don't worry, you're gonna hear. He was it trying when we to get set there. up something that was just uh, probably spoiled if I was paying attention. But dagger, we're not there yet, but we're gonna get there. I was like, ah, oh, I, I got, I gotta get to this. Piece but yeah, ba- we're basic, there, so. basically, the Knicks get fire the tech. Oh, Knicks man. get slide down to like the the nine or the ten seed. I could see that. True. Did you want to? You you kind of mentioned it, and I was gonna come back to you. Is is Tory too close to the Knicks situation? Do you have anything else? To no, say he's on? no he 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 is spot on that they're not. Would I are they going to win a playoff series in the no no absolutely not. But I think I I think I think me and you had them in the playoffs. Jo, I did Tory not. Didn't have him I didn't have them. No, yeah, I you didn't have him. You didn't have him in the top ten. Yeah. Um. But this is kind of where I, I expected them to be floating around like around like seven and six because I just thought they had you know. They had solid players, and I just I think Brunson he's not a star, but again, like he he just gets people good shot. He's just he is in in a league where and I again you can call me an old head and a hater, but like in a league where I think there's a lot of low I there's highly skilled but low IQ like low basketball IQ players. He is he he may be one of the highest IQ basketball players. In 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 the NBA, and I don't think that's I agree an with outrageous. That. I don't think that's an outrageous statement. Um, and, and I mean, yeah, yeah, he grew up his whole life around the NBA, so it makes sense in this in the sport. Um, his skill set would translate to any era. The only thing, again, the only thing that would kill the Knicks, and I we already I sent a tweet about it, uh, and someone liked it, but if they made some stupid trade for like Zach Levine, um. <laughs> You know, like if they traded like some good young Always players. Always seeking the headlines, those Knicks. Yeah, man. Like if they traded like like two like Grimes and quickly and three firsts for Levine and Vucevic. It's like Ugh. why, why, like just why? <laughs> you know, like I the only the only guy that I I would maybe mess around with, and Tori won't like this, but the only guy that I would mess around with at this point. Who is probably going to be available would be Bradley Beal. 
That's it. Uh, I, I, know, I, I know, yeah. And I, and I, I don't well, even... If you could get away full, giving away... Like, if you could give up Barrett in the first and get Bradley Beal... I would, oh, Barrett. I wasn't even thinking Barrett, but yeah, Barrett... I, yeah. I would probably... I mean, like, if you did... You're, like, giving, you're, giving, up three for, you're giving up three draft picks, at least. The, the, Barrett... Your, 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 your buddy, Barrett, Rudy Gobert. two firsts and maybe a second or two. Yeah, he's costing you at least three firsts. Barrett, I mean, to me, I'm considering Barrett at first. Like, you, you're not, you're not giving up Barrett. Like, he he replaces at least one first. Yeah, I think it still costs you three because then maybe it would cost you four with no players, four or five. Like, no, no. it's all. No. I every G again, the Gobert thing's just throwing everything out of whack. But um, yeah, I guess it. Like, that's the problem. That's the only thing that would worry me about the Knicks. Like, where they're like where they're kind of heading here so far. Like, based on what they've done. And I'll, I'll give this regime credit for not doing that and like avoiding like the Mitchell trade. We're giving up like six first rounders or something stupid. Like, uh. maybe maybe they'll maybe they'll trade four first for OG. No. <laughs> oh man, Knicks for clicks though, guys. Get get on get on it. Click click to. If only, if only we knew somebody that worked for the National Basketball Association that should, that could have got us Christmas Day tickets for the Sixers and the Knicks at the Garden. That would have been fun. Yeah, too bad we don't know anybody. Yeah. Um, okay. As as we slide down the stand, that person's making me puppy chow. I'm not complaining. <laughs> I don't I, know I, what that is. <laughs> it, it, it's delicious dessert. You get, get check oh. mix. <laughs> and and it's like coated in chocolate and powdered sugar yeah, and really peanut good. butter. I I could have got you that on the what do you call it, on the corner of Thirty Fourth and Madison with a with some crack <laughs> with some crack, Tori, as we were going into the <laughs> with game with some crack. You better give me. I say you can just keep the puppy chow at this point. Get rid of that. That's city slang for for yeah. cocaine. You want some chocolate? You want some chocolate checks mix? I'll get you some chocolate checks mix by three o'clock with nail polish. Um, all right, sliding down the standings. I call this the, what the hell am I going to do with this? It happens every year. You, you get one of those gifts. I, it, 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 it's like when, when the family receives a puppy and it's like, you realize how much money and time you just cost me by giving me this <laughs> gift. It's uh, like, or I, somebody gives I got a you like, of those. I can, I can tell <laughs> some stories after this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you, you get the gift. that's like. Well, like, you got me the video game, but now I have to go buy the controller, the game, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, you, you got me something that cost me money. Or it's like, you got me the obscure thing that, like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, do I j- I, I'm going to stick it in the corner and use it once a year. Like, it's, it just leaves you baffled, confused. What do you even do with it? It's odd. It's clunky. And there's a handful of teams that just kind of fit that description. And I'm just going to kind of rattle them off in the East first. Okay. Miami, Atlanta, Wizards, and Chicago. Drew, I feel like this is tailor-made for you. Any any one of those four, if you want to tackle all four, or if any of those four jump out to you, I'll leave it open-ended for you. But, like, just the, what the, what the hell are these teams doing? Like, where do they even go next? Miami needs to... Find somebody to take Kyle Lowry's awful contract, which we all said was an awful contract, off their hands. Um, 
Duncan Robinson's the worst, maybe the worst contract in the NBA. So that they're not doing anything with that, and they just they gotta they gotta try to land like just a solid number two because like you just can't cast. And Bam Bam's been much better this year, and he has stepped up, which was you know that was a big thing in our Eastern Conference um, pods pods last year. That like Q-P-U hey Bam, like what's that? Pew pew autobio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, bam, like, like you're you're supposed to be like, you know, second best player on a team. You gotta you gotta start playing like it. And he has played better this year. But number, I mean, number one, they gotta they gotta try to unload some of this dead weight. And I mean, Kyle Lowry is just like the king of the dead weight on on that team. Um, that's Miami. Who else did you say? Wizards. There's just no hope. Um, and, which is crazy because Porzingis is having one of his best seasons, and they just lost ten in a row. <laughs> Sorry, they just lost ten in a row and finally uh, snapped that streak last night. Oh God, excuse me. Atlanta was was the other one. Uh, yeah, like, uh, they, they 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 bring in Dejounte, <laughs> your 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 favorite guy, uh, Trey John, Loser, John Collins. Oh, losers, um, losers. Um, like what? Where are they? Go- I mean, they thought they were kind of set up, and it's kind of not working out. So yeah, kind of are- not. Uh, small huh. guards, right? Um, yep. I you know like. The John Collins contract was just so dumb, bad, and like, it. They've been trying to trade him since they signed him to that contract. Like, if I'm another team, like that's just like the biggest red flag in basketball trades. Like, huh? So you you signed this guy, and you've basically been trying to trade him since the he signed. That, yeah. Since since like the since ink the wasn't ink even dry. <laughs> the ink wasn't even dry on the contract, and they were trying to move this. <laughs> they're trying to move this guy. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Like they're just. I. I just don't think that they're ever going to be an elite team with with Trey. As uh, stats are stats, numbers are numbers. He's just like this whole thing where he stayed at home like two weeks ago because he got called out by his coach uh, and and like it's just like who did that? Trey Young. Trey. Yeah. Like uh, he he didn't come to practice or he, a game. A game. He, like, a game. Like. He just didn't come to the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was it was really bad. Oh my god. I that's, mean, they're, that's, they're probably that's good. delicious. I love that. I I can. I, wait, the, he got called out by the coach, so he he threw a hissy fit and didn't come. Yeah, to the and game. the coach. Yeah, yep. he was he was <laughs> the coach. The coach was like the coach was like you're gonna come off the you're gonna come off the bench tonight. If you don't like it, don't come. He didn't come. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because yeah. He's, and then he's and then uh, and then somebody criticized the media for asking him questions about it, and yeah. it was like, <laughs> it was it was ridiculous, man. Dude, like, um, it, yeah, it, it was this stunk of all the entitlement that these guys have, and uh, it, it was terrible. I was like, awesome. I was like, really, you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's uh, admittedly that's that's a very bizarre thing for an NBA coach to even do or say. Like, like no. I, I don't know the situation, but like, how the world does an NBA team and player even get to that point? That's just like he weird. he but, skipped some sort of like shoot around, like some sort of like normal stuff. Like, hey, if you're gonna, you gotta be like practice, like you know what I mean? Like, you have to, yeah. It was basically like, like, hey, like you need to be the leader of this team. Start acting like it. Yeah, and it was like, okay, you skipped a practice or like this mandatory film session or whatever it was, and he's like, okay, so now I'll, you're gonna come off the bench tonight. And Trey's like, what if I don't want to? He's like, well, then st- you're either coming stay off the home. bench or stay home. And Trey's like, all right, I'll stay home. 
And then the, the organization was just okay with it. Like, yeah, okay, that, they settled it. Like, <laughs> no, what? Wow, that's that's amazing. Um, I'm looking at the roster. Like, like at this point, like if you can move uh, Bogdan and get some get some assets for him, like they can you know, shed salary and and maybe try to play some of these younger guys. Um, like Capella, like Capella, like. He makes too much money, but like with Trey, like Trey being a pick and roll player, like he's just kind of like perfect for him. But like he can't. I always have a problem paying guys more than ten million dollars when they literally can't create any type of shot for themselves. <laughs> like Clint Capella is completely useless unless he's got James Harden or 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 Trey Young. Yeah, you know, uh, and that's pretty much it. And again, like. If they could move John Collins, like I'd move him. I just if I'm, like if I'm another GM, I'm like, why do I want this guy? Like you don't, you don't want you sign this guy long term and you don't want him. Um, and again, it's a lot of it's just like leadership. Like these guys, and that was we talked about it on the two beers, like where Barkley made the comment about Durant being the bus rider for the for the Golden State. It's like, like this whole thing, like yeah, I just want to hoop. I'm just here to hoop. It's like now, nah, man, like. When if you're if you're going to be the leader of the team, like when you're the best player on the team, like you set the culture, you set the tone. As much as I, you know, I shit on LeBron for some of his nonsense, like at least he does that. Like he he always has done that at least. Like you know, you're you're supposed to drive everything, and like you got a guy like Trey Young who doesn't want to do that and doesn't show up to a game. Like, what do you expect to win? Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I don't know, I don't know so, where that team terrible. goes though. Like I, I have no idea. Like what? Like yeah, there's not like there's just there's nowhere to I, go. I feel like the trade for Deontay Murray could be the first step to being like, hey Trey, get out of here. Like we're trading you. Totally. I was gonna ask that question. Do you do you even? I don't think I don't. After after they botched the Luca trade, like can you imagine if they trade the guy that they <laughs> traded for Luca? I don't. Like, even if they wanted to, like I just I don't think I don't think they could. Uh, I, the, hmm. I, I I think it, yeah, absolutely could. I definitely think someone's in the market for a point guard who averages uh, twenty nine and ten. Like, uh, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, but, listen, the only team, the only team that that the only team they have a chance of beating in the play in a playoff series what, at, at this point, look at the standings, w- would be the Sixers. <laughs> That's yeah, about it. But okay, so if you're the Lakers, would you do a Russ for Trey swap? The why? Why would Atlanta do that? Because Russ comes off the books next year. Then you got Deontay Murray and forty million dollars in cap space. And Atlanta is known for signing good look, players. Like, look, every, who are they signing? All all the players like Atlanta. Like, like it's it's not an unknown who, fact that players like Atlanta. But I don't know. Who, isn't I, isn't, I, isn't, I isn't no Dwight idea. Howard their biggest free agent signing in the last like ten years? This is like post his like decade of dominance. Well, Dwight Howard. Well. We're just going to let that go for the yeah. sake of this pod right now. <laughs> I mean, this, this Al Horford? They, they were uh, hampered by the contracts they gave to Joe Johnson and Al Horford. So, like, that whole era, they completely missed on everyone because of those contracts. But whatever. I don't even know. I can't, I can't even think of, like, anyone that's voluntarily, like, chosen to go there. I get your I mean, point. Like the yeah, city, like, like I know people like the city, but like, do they actually want to go play there for long term, or just like they like yeah, to go I mean, visit? Yeah, I don't know. 
it, yeah, it's, so. it's one of those things. Do you want to live here or visit here? You know, kind of. I, I don't. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I, but but either, if I'm, either, but there's, there's way, no way. Either way, are yeah, you gonna are you gonna stick around with Trey, who's not gonna take you anywhere, or are you gonna? Well, here's a, well, now here's here's position to move forward. Here, here's a trade. Now this is this is a better trade. Trey Young, John Collins, and uh, let's just say. And Bogdan. So Collins, Bogdan. Um, what what are we doing? Wait, wait, NBA no, no. fans. And Hold on. I know this. Trades. I know you hate this, but no. But God. this is now this. Tell me now. You tell me this story because you threw that trade at me. <laughs> Trey Young, John Collins, and Bogdanovich for <laughs> the two unprotected for one of the unprotected first round picks of the Lakers and Anthony Davis. That a doesn't sound like the the no the, nothing about that really makes sense for any team involved. Okay, um, you build you you go you 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 have Davis under contract for four years and you do you you build around Murray and Davis. I would not trade for a thirty-one-year-old injury-prone. I'm just saying you roll the dice. You at least you have at least you you're getting a guy back. And you're you're shedding you're shedding two Ooh. bad you're shedding two bad contracts and you can you can convince the Lakers that those three guys are better fits to play with LeBron James. Yeah, you could definitely do that, but like just taking on the Anthony Davis contract that hampers you for long term. Like I well I I know you're listen you're rolling the dice, but you're not you're not nobody nobody of Anthony no, Davis's I, I, caliber is going to sign there. I like my trade better, but I, all know, right, whatever. Yeah. Either way, it, yeah. it's all it's right. all make believe. It's not. But happening. that, yeah, exactly. And that, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, the only other one in the East was Chicago. Uh, uh, Zach Levine finally uh, get moved. No, that, what a that bunch will of loot. get blown up. Can that, we stop? Like, and by the way, like this is this is. Go ahead, Tori. You go first. Uh, I, I just say that that will get losers. blown up. Um, you were talking about Kyle Lowry, where he lands. I could see him landing in Chicago for some sort of package of whatever they have. Because they're getting into like spats in the locker room after games at halftime of games. Really? Yeah. Uh, apparently, there's been multiple, at least two. One after a game, one during halftime of a game where players had to be separated and stuff. Like it's getting. They need, they need Jackie Moon. Ele. <laughs> they they need Jackie Moon's wife to walk around naked. Uh, yeah, they're they're just like on the brink of blowing up. They that's going to come to an end really really soon. I I could see if I. I I could see something starting to move. If I were a Bulls fan, after they didn't make the playoffs for like 15 years, and they finally make it, and then they blow it up the next year, I I, I wouldn't even go to games. And like this is like such a joke. Like Zach Levine is such a joke, man. Like all this talk about how I'm 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 a max player. You got to pay me like it, like this and that. And like this team is terrible this year. And like DeRozan's still playing well. Like DeRozan is still like yeah. playing. Way above what I thought he would be playing there. Like, Levine is the definition of a loser player. Like, why don't, instead of, like, everyone's like, oh, they should blow it up and get in the Vic sweepstakes and, like, let Levine go to a good team. Like, hey, hey Zach, like, you want to you wanna be, like, a max guy? Why don't you bite down and fucking start playing like one? Average your 30 points a game, play defense, and be the leader of the team, and not just want your $250 million and just, like, show up and, like, not actually impact winning basketball. I hate him, and, like, the... Somebody floated around trading him, like him being the Westbrook awesome. trade. That was awesome. 
He's a fucking loser. Like they, people, people, the, I people, hate him. <laughs> like people floated around that they should, like the Lakers should trade Westbrook and those two unprotected picks for Zach Levine and Vucevic. I'm like, why would you trade one loser player who's off your books at the end of the year for another loser player that you're stuck with for three years? I'm like, that does nothing for you. Like literally nothing. So I don't care about the spacing Zach Levine gives you. He doesn't impact winning. He is a loser. Oh my god! Like I, this Levine stuff is just so absurd to me. I'm like, just bite. But that's it. It's like, oh, blow it up. Like it's like, I tell you, fucking star. These guys are stars. You're telling me how much talent there is in the league. How Michael Jordan played against plumbers and Home Depot guys. This dude can't. This dude can't get his team to be a ten seed, and he's a max all star superstar player. This is what we're doing. Yeah, he should be at Home Depot. Jesus, bingo. He really should be. I, I mean, it's a joke, man. I Depot's I, I, paying well these days. They really, he really should. I mean, I, it's yeah. a joke. It, it's just a joke. And like I said, like DeRozan is playing. Like DeRozan is doing exactly what he should be doing. Like be a fucking leader. His numbers are days averaging twenty-one points per game. He's awful defensively. Like, dude. <laughs> like, like grow up. <laughs> fucking Peter Pan. He's doing exactly what a leader should do. He's averaging twenty-one points a game. He's awful defensively. <laughs> My God, uh, gold. Yeah, but him. yeah, that Wait. that bottom line is that team. Some someone's moving there. At, le- at least one. I didn't think about Miami. That's juicy. Sending him to Miami. What would Miami give up for him? Lowry, Duncan. Uh, do they even have? I don't think they have it. Do they have any draft picks? Like if you're Chicago, you got to be getting draft picks back. Duncan Robinson's contract is. Why would the Bulls take? Why would the Bulls take that contract? Because he's an actual shooter, and they'll actually play him. I maybe. And it makes the money work. I mean, look. Uh, that's true. Yeah, it would have to make the money. Well, Lowry, Lowry, Lowry's would be. Yeah, I mean, I'm, look, Mike I'm, Lowry. Maybe, maybe they do like a, uh, like a Levine Caruso for Lowry and Robinson. I, like, I don't know. I'm just nope. Spitballing. So, here. Uh, bottom line is, <laughs> is that team is not going to be the same come this, come February. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. Same thing on the other side. Let's try and keep the hypothetical trades a little bit more to a minimum on this one. But <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we'll see. Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. Again, the the gift of what the hell am I gonna do with this? Portland, Dallas, Golden State. All right. You want to trade Damian Lillard? For- <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, hey, if it's part of the analysis, go for it. I don't care. But uh, nah, I mean. The uh, the war the Warriors one gotta just stop turning over the damn they're the last in the league in turnovers like it's just embarrassing at this point. Um, yeah. Maybe they knew something about not playing the uh the young guys in the uh. Why do they suck? They're yeah like well, they're they're starting before Curry got hurt. Their starting five had the best uh the best plus minus in basketball, and their bench had the worst plus minus in basketball. Yeah, I mean, it, it. None of these guys have played well. Like, yeah, none of the guys have played well. They sent Wiseman back down to the G League for yeah. like the six hundredth time. Wiseman wow. was in the G League for like twelve games. He, he missed like twelve yeah. games or something like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I I can't figure Which, it out. I, I, mean, I thought cl- he was gonna, I thought he was gonna be like the glue to that team, like really solidify yeah. their center position, put him over the top. But man, it. it Out. It seems to be like 
a lot of defense too. Like they they've had terrible defensive yeah. ratings. Awful, like, awful. I, I, terrible on the road. Terrible. Yeah. Three and sixteen on the well, road. I was just looking. Like the best road records in basketball are uh, Cleveland has, only has two losses at home. Uh, Memphis, I think, only has two losses at home. And then the Warriors only have two losses at home. And then they're terrible on the road. They're completely – Three and 16. Yeah. Terrible on the road. Yeah, so bad. Um, and it, this isn't a stretch outside of Curry, who's been insane this year, just playing awesome. Kayvon Looney, I think, has been their second-best player. That's not a, that's not a, a wild uh, statement. Yeah, like I don't, again, we talked about this on two beers last week. Like I I don't know if it's a hangover from the pool the pool Draymond incident. Maybe I I, I don't know, but shouldn't be this bad. Uh, Dallas Luca's Luca's. I you know I'm a, I love Luca. I I I love him. He's he's really getting like a sourpuss attitude with like the teammates and like the like he's starting to really push me into like. Coming off his bandwagon a little bit, it's it's getting it. Like he's just like they lost. Yeah, they lost when like when they lost to the Bucks after like Finney Smith and Spence, um, whatever the hell that Spencer Dinwiddie, like they missed six straight free throws and allowed Milwaukee to win that game. And then another game where they were they they were close. Like he's just walking off the court and like throwing his hands at his teammates. Um, they got they they have they have to find a way to get 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 a, a legitimate number two player there because you know that the Kirkland brand that you know that that somebody's turning in their Costco card because the Kirkland brand ain't ain't kicking it with uh with Luca I just don't know who again like I don't I don't know who that is like I I don't love Beal there with him like I just don't like I don't I don't like that pairing it's hard maybe to figure out who goes with a guy who has to have the ball in his hand 70 percent of the time yeah, like his usage, but like, does he does he really need that much usage if he had another guy? Like, um, I you you want to talk about moves? Paul jo- Paul George would be an excellent number two for him, but like that's that's just not feasible. I, I, I know we're hey, doing you, I know we're not doing hypothetical trades, hey, but you, like you I, talk- that's what they need. That's what they need. They need they need to they need to find about, somebody. You were talking about moving Anthony Davis. I think that would work I too. I think that would be more of a better I agree. suit for for him than. Uh, but that like, but the Lakers just the Lakers wouldn't take the Kir- the Kirkland brand. Like I don't think you could talk the Lakers into the any of those Kirkland brand guys to sway them the way you could maybe convince them to take like Trey Young and you know what I mean. Like there's 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 no juice to the squeeze there I mean, you, for what they would get back. Th- think about what the Lakers gave up for Anthony Davis. It was a bunch of role players. And like four first rounders. Well, I mean, Dallas, yeah, yeah. like you give up, you, you know, your Christian Woods, your Finney Smith, you know, a couple yeah. of these other guys. I mean, Ingram, like, Ingram had all star pretension. I, I, I think you're downplaying Ingram a little bit there, but and, um, and, yeah. So you, you there's no, there's so, no branded Ingram on Dallas right now. But I'm saying, like, so they gave up all of that plus four first rounders. Like, I don't, I don't know. It just. But you I'm have, with you, you. But that's you have to yeah. consider that Davis is now three years older, back injured again. Like I don't, I don't know. It, it, I, I hear you. Um, I just I just think you need something sexy because it's the Lakers. Uh, but that's what they 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 just need to get a number two in there. And the Blazers, Blazers are weird. Like part of that trade, right? <laughs> no, he he it, was a free agent before. at that. Point. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the Blazers, they just you know they'll win three games and they'll lose three games, like. 
I, I don't know what they do. They again like Damian Damian Lillard, his NFL comparison is Aaron Rodgers. The guy who eats up all the cap says, You're not getting me the uh help I need. Yeah, it's fair. And then, you know, it does enough to like make the team good enough by himself, but, but like they never have enough to get over the hump. Well, and again, and I've I've posed this to you guys before, like who's Who's the all star that wanted to go play there that they like said, Oh no, like we're not gonna we're not gonna sign them. I mean, they couldn't keep Lamarcus Aldridge from going to San Antonio. I mean they, like he, Well, exactly. That had nothing to do with yeah, he, because he, he didn't want to be building. in Portland. He was in the building. He didn't want to be in Portland. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he was there with Dan. He was like, Yeah, I'm out. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm, like I'm, like I'm that, out of Portland. That, to me, that's more the stuff like once you get the guy in the building and then you keep him there. Like that's the stuff you gotta be able to do. <sighs> I, I guess. I mean, I mean, well, they've kept Dame. They've kept Dame in the building. I mean, yeah, they kept Dame there, but, like, they, you need to be able to do that with, like, two or three people. Yeah, they got to – you know what? Yeah, that's a place where I, I – like, there's no way you can do four draft picks, but, like, OG there, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't hate that. Like if they made if they made a move there for OG or maybe a Siakam if he was available, where, where, where? they they need a they need a like I, Jeremy Grant's played pretty well this year, but they just need like a legit like number two wing that like you could count on night in and night out, like very similar to what Dallas needs. Like they just need a solid number two because Dame, it's the same thing with Anthony Simon. Like you just can't have two small two guards that aren't good on on defense. Like you just can't have it. Yeah, I think those were the three, right, Jay? They were. Good job, okay. guys. You guys did a good job with that. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I can't I can't believe somebody else wasn't in there, but I hope we're talking about that on a broader spectrum. Um, well, maybe this is what we're going to next. So um, I, I call this one, uh, and you guys mentioned PG-13 before. I, I call this one, somebody check to make sure Grandpa's still breathing. Uh, I, I don't know about you all out there, but. You know, when when my grandpa was alive and he'd fall asleep sitting up in his recliner and regardless of every all the kids running around, you know, all the food still on the table, football blaring in the back, and just like so, someone poke grandpa, make, make sure he's alive over there. Uh, Kawhi Leonard checking? Just want to know. like He's playing the night. Game, <laughs> game number 12. Like, okay, so, okay, so, yeah, he was 11, tonight's 12. The Clippers, uh, they were 18 and 14 when I took my notes. Um, they are They're 18 and 14. 18 and 14. Uh, hanging around playoff position. They're in the fifth seed. Um, like, they, I think they have something absurd, like seven, eight guys averaging double digits. Um, maybe more. I don't know. But it's they're just kind of everyone i think they had 12 guys getting 15 minutes a night when i was looking at it like it's kind of like they're playing a bunch of people Kawhi's barely playing are they still that that top team that everybody was thinking about coming into this season i think they were the the damn favorite to win the the title if i remember correctly and more importantly is Kawhi still that guy like is come playoff time can we count on him to like be that guy in the playoffs uh, Drew, uh, I'm thinking maybe you were thinking I was going here. So, uh, sorry, Tori. I'll kick it to Drew first. Uh, Drew, you're uh, on mute. Yeah, that's why I was going to hop in and take it. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. So, uh, oh, you, you, you know he must what? Have had the, he, we, okay. Whenever he's having a meltdown, you go, you go, Tor. 
whenever uh, you got a, uh, whenever you look at Kawhi, you know, you're like, you see all the potential there, and it's just hard not to be enamored with it. Um, whenever that he is playing, God, I, I, he's up to twelve games now. I know he they were like seven and two at one point. Whenever he he did play, like they it they're definitely a different team. Like they are on another level whenever he's playing. Um, they're playing the Hornets tonight. They're up thirty one points. Not that the Hornets wow. are any good, but like right. just. They're just on another level whenever he's there. Um, he is also able to, you know, let Paul George be more assertive. And, like, it's not – like, I feel like whenever he's out, Paul George is, like, kind of feels like he needs to be the guy. A lot of people rely on him. Um, but they do have a lot of depth, at, especially up in the uh, front court between him, Paul George – uh, Reggie Jackson, John Wall. Uh, I'm sure I'm. I'm sure I'm forgetting a couple people, but like they they are working together well. They they, they are playing okay together, um, and I think they're going to get better as the season goes on. Uh, the more experience he gets with those guys, I think they're going to click and be even better. But like I said, I think I know it. Like I said, I know it was seven and two at one point. They played what three games since then? We'll call it two and one. So maybe he's like nine and three or whatever when they play, or they're nine and three whenever Kawhi plays or whatever the the case may be. They just they're just an upper echelon team whenever he's on the floor. Uh, Drew, any thoughts Drew, on the Clippers? I, I say I know you had to step out real quick for emergency. Um, I, I said you know this is this is the the whole somebody check on make sure make sure. Yeah, no, I was yeah, I was segment. there for that. Yeah, yeah. I, you know. I, it's really alarming at this point, like, the fact that he can't play. That, like, he's missed, what you know, what's that math? 32, 11, like, he's missed 20. 21 games? Yeah. 20 games or so. Like, I, I don't, I, at this point, it's like, is he, like, should he just retire? I mean, he's obviously not going to because he's gonna, he just signed a $280 million extension, if not more. Um, I'm worried. I'm 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 pretty worried. Like I, I feel like I feel like he's not just not playing because he just doesn't like basketball. Um I yeah, like I'd be really concerned that this dude like his lower body is just completely like broken down now. Yeah. I mean, There's still my pick to go to the finals, but um <laughs> I'm not gonna change I'm not gonna change I'm not gonna change that just yet. Uh, the, but yeah, the, I'm, the I'm, is, I'm, I'm, you look at I'm the, pretty concerned. You look at the landscape of the Western Conference. And there's no one that like really is like, oh, like how are they ever gonna beat that team? Like, you look, you're like, okay, no. Nuggets are beatable, Grizzlies are beatable, Pelicans are beatable, Suns beatable. Then we'll, you go after that, forget about it. Like every team below that's beatable. Uh, yeah. The only thing would be if the Warriors were able to somehow put it all together and like. I I think the Clippers are a nightmare but, uh, matchup for the for Golden yeah, State. I I do I do like the Clippers matchup against Golden State though. Like I, especially yeah. this Golden State team, the way they're currently constructed and playing. I yeah. I mean, like, uh, so we'll see. We'll we'll see if after after the All Star break, which is just hilarious, uh, if he starts to ramp up and play more. It's just like you okay. know, like he's played twelve games and they're still in the four seed. Yeah. It's wild. Um, yeah, good point. Um, all right, so 
another segment I had here. Anthony Davis must be Italian because he's fragile. <laughs> oh man. So Lakers somehow started out just dog shit yet again. Two and ten. Anthony Davis starts putting up MVP esque numbers. And they're starting to debate him and Jokic. And then he gets injured again. Um the Lakers are currently sitting in the come on app. In the uh They're uh they're a thirteen. They're a thirteen, right? Yeah, thirteen right now, and they're currently losing 13, by twenty to the Kings. Thirteen and seven, so thirteen, 13 and 17, seventeen. About to be thirteen and eighteen. Um, Tor, let's. Well, you 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 helped us with the Kawhi. Drew, start with you. What? What, you, uh, what the <laughs> hell? I, I I don't know. Like um. What, what 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 can the what can, is there anything the Lakers can do? Are no. there any moves? No, so well, the problem like, that can be made. No, there's and, nothing and they can if do. There, if there isn't, like, what and listen, does that healthy, mean? like, I, 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 I thought they were gonna be a top six team in the West this year. That was my my uh, bold statement in the uh, preview show. Like, I, I didn't, I didn't think they'd be a playing team. Like, I thought they'd actually get in there because I thought the biggest thing last year was that, you know, they they surrounded the, their you know three top seventy five players of all time with just a bunch of offensive players and shooters. And they, but they were, I guess they forgot, like, oh, wow, we actually only have one guy that can defend for 48 minutes. Um, and cause, cause LeBron can only do it in spurts at this point, and Westbrook can't do it at all. So they went the complete opposite this year and were like, well, F it. Like, we're going to get some guys that, you know, they're streak, they're going to be streaky shooters, but they can play, def- they can play defense. And they've been one of the better defensive teams in basketball this year. And it's helped when the three, when those three guys have been healthy and AD's been killing it. Like, you know, they've – and Russ has, you know, played well off the bench. Like, he still has lost, like, five games for them, like the Celtics game because he just is Russ. But I just don't – I don't know what they can do. Like, I just don't think – they just have to be smart because unlike some of these other teams we talked about, they have LeBron there and they can attract other players, especially if – a player is going to tell a team, I'm only going to LA. So like they, they have to be careful with those two unprotected draft picks that like, you know, that are coveted, which are in 2027 and 2029. It's a, again, this is why it's the sports dog shit. Like it, picks that are six years down the road are highly coveted. Like my God. Um, I don't know. Like I, I, I said it, I said it to you guys. I would have traded Davis when he went on that sick, when he first started this tear, after like six games, I'm like, you know, he's getting hurt. Like, just he will never, his stock will never be higher. I was like, you can't be worried about LeBron being pissed or whatever. Trade him now for t- a ton of value, and let Westbrook just come off the books, and then you can you can try to sign free agents in the off season. Like, that's what I would have done. I just don't know. Like trading trading Russ for Heald and and Turner and. If that's still on the table, like that doesn't make them contenders. So why would you do that? Like, okay, they could trade. They could trade Russ for Bogdan, this, or the Pistons. Bogdan. Bottom line with, like, with this team is they went all in on the Russ, AD, LeBron thing, and it failed. And now you're dealing with the aftermath. Yeah, you, miserably. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it was either you're gonna hit a home run, or you're gonna strike out, piss your pants, and fall down on the way back to the dugout. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and they're falling face first right now. And what are you going to do? 
Like they're just stuck. Uh, well, it kind of. So Drew touched on a little bit. I was gonna say I, my next follow up question to that was like, what is so? What do they do? Like they have LeBron. Like what did, like, what do they do then? They just let write it like, out. Ad, you you write it. You're writing out LeBron's career. Let him rack up his stats. We ride out to meet yeah, them. Yeah, he'll he'll ride now. He'll pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and you have a little ceremony, and that's it. That's what you got to look for. That's what you're selling your Lakers season tickets holders next year. Hey, you could be at the game that LeBron uh, breaks uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's uh, record. scoring record. Yeah, because um, that's all we got to look forward to. It's yeah, I <laughs> literally that's it. It's still wild to me. They have those three guys, and they can't. They 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 can barely get to the ten seed. Like I, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do our uh, at some point do our uh, goat debate. I've got three just ironclad reasons. Well, I don't even have to uh, reference the uh, the MJ MJ well, and any of my reasons well, for why he's not he's not number one. But the the like, LeBron legit had a chance, which is more than a lot of people could ever say. He yeah. he he had his chance. And it, it it didn't come to be. I mean, but it, I mean, having a chance is a hell of a lot more than you're looking like Katie, Giannis. Do they ever really have a chance? No, 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 no. no. But LeBron did. He was right there, and that's more than. I mean, and this was put on him from 16 years good old. Point. So. Nobody's. I never really heard anybody phrase it that way. Like, like the fact. Yeah, that, that's the, good. Yeah, the, the fact that Kobe, he even, Kobe like, was, like, flo- that was that he, he was right there. He had a chance, and, and that was my thing. Whenever people were trying to tear LeBron down at 28, I'm like, he's got so much more to go. Like, let it play out. Give it time. We'll see where he is. You know, when all said and done. Now that we're here, and he's. Whatever he is, thirty-seven or whatever, you know, about to be, you know, and we can look back and see what twenty years in the NBA has looked like. Now we could say, okay, maybe he didn't get to that height, but he had the chance, which is a hell of a lot more than he got that and, close. Like, like he was that close. And for, and, for, and, some, hey. for some people, they they put him over. Whatever, it's not a debate yeah, right now. But let me um, let me yeah. move on to. Uh, I got a couple more segments here. We got to get this under two hours. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> re- receiving a gift from someone you weren't really expecting a gift from, and it ends up being awesome. It's I just pre- like a two-hour NBA feeling. podcast. That's your gift that turns out to be awesome. <laughs> I highly protested the person in this category, by the way. Uh, okay, well, fine, because they were your baby coming in, but oh, yeah. for the rest of the league. Uh, but still, just just an <coughs> awesome, awesome, fun thing about Christmas. It's like when someone you weren't expecting gives you a great gift. Shy Gilgis Alexander. Uh, I, I like I said, I I this is on my agenda for the second half of the season. Um, just to watch some Oklahoma games. Haven't yet. Um, you know, Charles Barkley said you know, the fans don't deserve votes if he's not a starter in the All Star game. What what does he do? Like what does he do well? He, what he, what is he a shooter, slasher, distributor? Like what are his other comps? What does it look like when he plays? Does Oklahoma City actually exist? Is it a real I, city in the United States? I don't know. I was hoping you were going to follow this one up. What? I don't know, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I was hoping you were going to follow this one up after we talked about the Knicks, because after Tori talked about R.J. Barrett being just not an efficient player, he is the definition 
of efficiency, which is why he's just been so good this year. Um, yeah, but, he's six, but the difference six, is where skill meets efficiency is why he's so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. I mean, he's yeah, 31 points per game. He's shooting 94% from the foul line on 10 attempts. So he's getting to the line more than he ever has in his career. He's shooting 94%. He's shooting 30, 34% from three, which is decent. But he's shooting 50% from the floor overall, which means his mid-range game, he's at like 50, call it 54%. He's just so good at getting to his spots. And he's just, again, like, you know, he gets to his like, you know, 13, 14 feet from the basket and boom, like he's got the mid-range game, which a lot of the, everyone that wants to make it seem like the mid-range game is inefficient and dead. The best, some, probably some of the better players in the league are guys that actually have a mid-range game. Like Kevin Durant, look at him. Yeah, it's pretty it's it's pretty interesting when you actually go down and look at some of these dudes. Um, like even even Joel, who I hate when he does that shit. Like he's got a mid range game. Like it's it's a thing. Like when you have it, like it's yeah. I, I don't. I'm not gonna get into analytics, but anyway. But that's really what it is, yeah. Like he's just super efficient and highly skilled. Um, like playmaking, you know, he's still like he's been getting around six to six a game for the last three four years. So like nothing's really changed there. It's just you know again his numbers. You know he went from. You know, last year he was at forty-five percent from the field. Now he's at fifty percent from the field. What's last the difference year, between him and a, and a Jaw Morant? Uh, Jaw's way more. Jaw's way more athletic and explosive. So like, depe- but again, he also carries the ball every time he touches it. So it's maybe that's why he's able to get to the rim at will. Like shit, like he doesn't have the speed to get to the rim at will and finish around the basket. He's just so crafty um, at getting to where he wants to get. And he's he's, he's sick, more like he's, a Luca. Yeah, and he's like a six six guard too, so he's taller than a lot of the point guards out there. Um, that and but he's but again he he's a much better shooter than 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 John Morant yeah. is. Jaw's just like so so hard to defend because he's so quick and you know he's allowed to just basically hold the ball as he runs. I would probably argue that the only reason he shoots thirty four percent and not higher is because the amount that he's asked to take and like shots he has to force up because the ball's in his hand like i, yeah. I, I, and, I mean he only shoots like three threes again he doesn't shoot a ton of threes um so he, that's actually he's actually it is he's actually his lowest since uh his uh rookie year he's at three three threes a game yeah. so you know he knows his strengths similar to brunson you know what i mean it's like it's i mean he's much better than Jalen brunson but yeah. just similar it's like knows where he excels gets to his spots boom like and is successful uh, and you know they're they're in a weird spot because like, I mean they're not gonna win anyway. But I mean they're uh, they're like right there in the bubble. Like you can't have this guy just be on a losing team for like seven years because like he's gonna leave eventually. I thought the fact that they basically sat down Chet for the year basically was like oh you're out was a sign they were gonna tank for uh, Victor. But you kind of can't do that. Like I I don't know they're they're just weird. But they're fourteen and eighteen, so you know that's two games out of out of the 10 spot um, behind a team that, God, I hope we're going to talk about them. Um, but they're getting close. I, lo- I love Shaq. Like I said, we did our, we did our, uh, when we first started doing this pod, we did like our, our five dream, our dream lineup with like stipulations to it. And I thought it was egregious that I didn't win by a landslide because I had this guy on my team. Yeah. Like you, he's you, just, you were on him early. That's for sure. Now he's the guy, and correct me if I'm wrong, Tori, but I because I'm pretty sure it's the same draft. 
We talk, we we joke about the Sixers and the Knicks not taking uh, what's his name, um, Michael you know, Porter Jr. Ba- Michael Porter. Not getting this guy in that draft is what I'll always look back. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was the same draft, right? I, I think you might be right. I think I think the Knicks. I think the Knicks did. Yeah. SGA got taken somewhere around 11 or so, and because the Knicks were at 10, the Knicks were at the Knicks had. Yeah, the Knicks could have drafted him outright and didn't, and the Sixers missed him by a pick. The Clippers drafted. I think the Clippers drafted him at 12. Like he's the guy. Don't you know? Forget, forget. Uh, you know, L four, L five. Like he's the guy that. Like, damn man, that was the guy to get. Okay, good stuff. Um, yeah, he he, he, he went eleven. Uh, he went he went eleven. Uh, and and uh, the Knicks picked at nine and took Kevin Knox. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then Porter Jr. was fourteen. Uh, Mikal Bridges was at ten. Thirteen, SGA, and they trade. Oh, uh, ten, and they traded him. Was uh, twelve. Yeah. Knicks, Knicks missed out. Anthony Simons. I mean, there you could go on with that draft. Hell, I would have settled um, for Dante DiVincenzo or uh, Herder, but whatever. <laughs> Landry Shamet. Shit, anyone was better than Cal Not or Kevin Knox. Easy, easy. I mean, the guy's out of the league. Hell, Costas Anderson-Kupo oh, is still in the league. Oh, man, <laughs> Lakers making a run. It's down to 15. The Anthony right. Melton was his second-round pick. All right, one of my um, last couple segments here. Um, so, basically, you know, the, the Santa Claus of the league. Just, he's a fairy tale. He's He's all this magic behind him, but, like, it's not really real, right? Like, that's how I feel every time this guy, like, the stats are, are, are thrown about. Like, it's, you know, oh, he's the metrics. And I'm just like, it, but it's not real. Like, it's, it can't be real, right? Like, Jokic. So, and, and it, 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 the other day, it was like the first guy to put up these numbers since Will Chamberlain. And it was like 40 some points, 25 rebounds and 10-plus assists or whatever. First guy to do it since Wilt Chamberlain. And it's just like, no. Like, he's in no way a, as dominant as Wilt Chamberlain. Like, why? How does it, How is this happening? How does this guy have all these metrics and all these stats? It's just it's just magic BS, isn't it? Like, how – he's – we've seen guys who are as big that have more skill and more athleticism and can also shoot, like Dirk – like Duncan, like guys, there's been guys who are as big as him that were better and they don't have the numbers he has. Like, how is this happening? What's going on? Tori, let's start with you, especially since your boy MPJ's out. Dude. Let's weave a little MPJ into this as well. Uh, but go ahead. He had a nice hoodie on the other day. Uh, <laughs> Bet she's got a lot of those. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he, he, he has, uh, man, a, a, he has a closet full of DNPs. But uh, anyway. But as far as Jokic, like, what he's really good at is, like, on a given possession, he understands what you're trying to take away from him. So, like, if you're trying to not let him get his back to the basket, he's all right with stepping back and shooting a jumper. Uh, If you're trying to, like, take away his shot, he's good at, like, you know, finding the cutter and, like, putting a pass right on the money where it needs to be to get an easy shot for the, the next person. Um, if you're sagging off him to give him a jumper, he knows, you know, 
to shoot. If you're trying to get up on him to close out on the jumper, he's good at putting the ball on the ground and getting past you and getting to the rim. Not that he does it with speed, but just he's able to use his size and physicality to do that. But it, he just is very smart and realizes what you're trying to do on a given possession, you know, where his advantage lies and is able to take take advantage just about like every possession, like is able to figure out what you're trying to take away and exploit the other thing. Was what haven't there hasn't there been other players in league history though that you could say the same thing about like yeah. what makes him different? I, I that's the part I don't I understand. I feel like with a lot of other players though, they have like something that they rely on that they are like strictly about going to. You know, they, it's like all right, like Michael Jordan, especially like early Michael Jordan, you know, he wanted to blow past you and get to the rim. He wanted to use his athleticism. He didn't, like he was mm-hmm. less reluctant to shoot a jumper, but he, I mean he could. I mean he definitely could. And like as his career went on, he was able to get more crafty and figure that stuff out. But like, like, Jokic doesn't have like the one thing where it's like, okay, I gotta get to this because this is my strongest thing. It's like he's just like equally good at it all. He's a so, he's so a ja- he's a jack of all trades, yeah. but a master of none. Yeah, so so like he's able to just like okay, like I don't have to rely on this one thing to like put me over. Like I'm just gonna pick and choose whatever is there, and and you know use that. Like a, like I feel like a lot of stars. You look at like any pretty much you could point to any star in this league and say okay, this is what they use to get them over the top. For him, it's just like a grab bag. It's just like, okay, like I, I'm not particularly over. I'm not going to overwhelm you with one thing, but I have all this at my repertoire that I could use. Well, just just to quote the full phrase, Drew, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one, which is kind of goes to the uh, to the of what we're talking about right now. I would I would take twenty players that are masters of one over that loser. <laughs> But but I, uh. I I think that's that's Jokic's shtick is like he he's just able to like use so much so well that you know he's not relying on one thing and so like whenever you're trying yeah, to take a thing fair. on a, like on a given possession he's like all right then I'm just gonna do this all right uh, that that helps me understand a little bit more uh, Drew what what are your what's your commentary to Jokic yeah I mean that's 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 fair um you know like I obviously I'm a I, I hate on him because I think uh, I, I, I think I don't th- enjoy watching him play. Does that make yeah? Him bad? Well, he, well, he yeah he just doesn't have the same ability to take over game. Like, he doesn't take over games in the same fashion as like a Dirk Davitsky, right? Like who could just go out, shoot, get to the bucket with his long ass arms, finish around the basket a little bit quicker, um, to do some thing. Like I he, he doesn't have that kind of take. He takes over to choice, but he just takes over in a different a different kind of way. Um, I just hate all the bullshit advanced stats things. Like I, I don't like. We don't need made up stats for things. Yeah. Like it's just so stupid to me. Like I was watching. I got so mad because I'm watching. I'm watching him Friday night against the Lakers. Anthony Davis just you know fucking beasted him. Obviously, because when he plays the top, you know when he plays one of the other top centers, like they just work him. Um, and then Davis gets hurt coming off. You know, land, just landing after a dunk, which is ridiculous. Huh. And like, all right, so like Davis Davis is out. Like, now granted, you know, you don't have MPJ, but, like, you're basically always playing without MPJ. Like, you have a full healthy team, 
and you blow multiple double-digit leads. Thomas Bryant was working Jokic. And, like, Jokic, like, again, because he's not – because he can't go on, like, a scoring binge and get you, like, four or five straight buckets, like, the Lakers balloon a lead up to 20 points, and they lose, they lose to the Lakers for the second time this season shorthanded, like, the Lakers being shorthanded. And I'm just like, I don't know. This is the this is this this is this is the back to back MVP. Like, really? Like Thomas Bryant literally just worked your ass, bro. Like I, it's it, it, I don't know. I just I don't get it. I think you meant to say the Thomas Bryant just worked your ass. Yeah. Bro. Like I just yeah. Like again, I don't I don't get it. And like that's why I don't have besides the Michael Porter Jr. thing, which again his and I don't care what what, what you say, Tori. His contract is a million times worse than Aaron Gordon's because um, at least Aaron Gordon plays. Um, <laughs> Like the fact that their two best players are just absolute zeros on defense is why, like, I just can never pick them to go to the finals. Like, Jokic, and that's again, there's there's stats yeah. that will tell you that Jokic is it, the gap between Jokic and like Embiid and Giannis defensively isn't that big. Like, I don't that's to me once once you say something like that, like stats that those stats shouldn't ever be referenced again. And like Murray, like Murray's a zero. I love, I obviously I love Jamal Murray because yeah, yeah, you know, he's the you know the the blue arrow, whatever the hell his nickname is. Yeah. Um, after he makes threes, he shoots arrows at people. But like they just aren't good defensively. So it's like, and they're on the floor. They have to be hit the floor on the floor at the end of games. And like, you know, you have Nova in protection. Like I'm sorry, like Jokic no. isn't. He's not a rim protector. I mean, he's a fake rim protector. I there's just so many holes there on the defensive end that I look at. I'm just like I. Cool. Show me plus minus. Show me this weird stuff. Like, okay. Wait till we get to a playoff series. It, it, he's he's yeah, like one of those things where he's good get, enough get, get offensively to win him 50 games in the regular season. But to put him over the top, he's just not good enough. He doesn't have a complete enough game, like you said, defensively especially. And he can't, like I was alluding to earlier, he, there's nothing he could do to overwhelm you whenever that's often, that's that's why, yeah, often and, needed in playoffs. And again, that's what I'm saying. Where like the Lakers come back and make this big run, and now like the Lakers are going on, like they go up eight nine, and it's like he can't do anything. It's like you know what I mean. Like he can't go like LeBron. Like LeBron, like will get you three straight baskets. Like he can't do that. It's just like eh. he's like that guy at the YMCA that just is like always like crafty <laughs> as hell. Like always yeah. passing, scoring. You're just like man, I got no answer for this guy. He's like doing yeah. that on the NBA level, but like. Deep down, you know he. And he's a great player. Yeah, it's he, just yeah. Deep I'm just, down, I, you're like, okay, this guy is good, but he shouldn't be this good. You like that? Yeah, like I. Yeah. That that's Jokic in a nutshell. Like, because I would always go down. Just like, would you take like, would you take him over um, Giannis? No, no, never. Would you Would you take him over Durant? No. No. Would you take him over Luca? Really? We're hesitant. Come on. I'm you guessing. Kidding me? No. No. I mean. No. My only, my Would only, you take I, him over? I, I want a little bit here, more out of. I mean, here, what are here, we talking? Here's my thing. Here's my thing. There's like. Luca single-handedly took his team to the Western Conference Finals last year. That's there, that's what Luca Doncic like did. Six guys. There's like six guys before? who could do what Luca does, and like, I, I don't know. Not many. Not, no, not Jokic, very many. That Jokic did Jokic not do that the year before. Either way. I think you're splitting hairs there with between him and Luca. Yeah, like I wouldn't take him over Joel, but that's a personal thing. I would. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone would. Like I, I go down a list of guys. Like you're not taking him over Curry. No, yeah, I like, mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, 
Yeah, I, and again, like, and, and just because I know you're the president of this fan club, what what is this latest injury that uh, Michael Porter Jr. is not playing basketball? It's the MPJ sickness, bro. Don't worry about it. Is it is it is it his back or is it like something else? I I have no idea. I I <laughs> I, I I just didn't know because I, I was like. Jesus, this dude is, isn't playing yeah. again. I was excited to see him on the floor for a few games this season, and then he was gone. And I was just like, I'm not even brutal. I'm not even digging in to figure it out. Like it's it just is what it is. <laughs> it's a Kawhi symptom. Yeah. I mean, this um, is the NBA where you know you don't really necessarily have to play all the games. Like it's optional. All right. I feel like the only thing we didn't touch on. I don't have any anything witty for this. Um, I know Drew wants really wants to talk about uh, the Timberwolves. <laughs> Are you serious? Thank you for what? Standing there? The Planetarium tomorrow night. It- <laughs> the Timberwolves. Oh, how great. How great is this? Remember when they were going to win 50 games to be the one seed in the West? Dude, they they got a lot of time to make it yeah. up. All right, they, we, fifty games. They got fifty Kerm- games. They got Kermit. You know, Kermit's starting to cook. We're it's all right. Let Chill Kermit out. Cook. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, except the guy that they gave up five first round picks for, he can't cook with him <laughs> on the floor. Hmm. My lord. They'll figure, they'll figure it out. Oh my God. So you got you guys have sixteen losses to go. 16, yeah. and there's so 50 they, games. Yeah, they need to go 34, 34 and, 16. and 16. Impossible stretch. No team's ever done it in league history. Uh, no no team with that makeup of losers, including uh, Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Even that guy who was supposed to be yeah, like, the oh, he's win 50 they, games all the time with Jazz, Weren't they the one seed like a couple years ago? I don't know. Yeah, not with not with Kermit and uh, and Cat in this mismatch of like of nobody. So it doesn't make any sense. Nobody fits. None of the pieces fit, and Gobert is terrible. Okay, I mean, I, okay, that's fine, but that happens all the time in the NBA. In the uh, it's not, it ain't happening all here. Do is play hard, remember? It ain't happening. Yeah, well, they, uh, so obviously they don't do that. <laughs> sixteen and sixteen for God's sakes. Oh my God, the the Timberwolves. When they were when they were like five and eight at one point, I was like, "Oh my god, this would, this could be so delicious that like them and the Lakers could be the worst two teams in the league, and neither one of them owns their first round pick for Victor next year." Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, embarrassing! So what's wrong? You, I mean, you guys, you guys are the Warriors guy like, or the the Timberwolves guys. Like, what's wrong with this team that they aren't just like reeled off win after win after win? Uh, like I said, I I barely even watched any this year, so I I, I need you guys. to fill in for me on that one i have i haven't i haven't even watched them because i could i could care less about this team tori have you watched them at all uh i watched a little i got to watch a little bit of them um it looks like that uh they have no really uh no identity. no no a no identity for one but no uh chemistry especially offensively with uh rudy so far um like I saw one time, like recently in a game, like Anthony Edwards and Rudy Gobert are going down two and two on one against Nick Batum, who's like forty five and a half years old, uh, <laughs> and like Edwards is dri- dribbling right at the hoop, and instead of just going up and dunking on this fool, like Batum even kind of like shades over to like 
go bear and like Edwards trying to be like a nice guy and like trying you could tell he's trying to build chemistry or whatever like throws a lob up for Gobert who like didn't even leave the floor and it's like th- these guys have no chemistry for each other like whatsoever <laughs> uh yeah I, I I just think Anthony Edwards needs to take over and just says everyone get the hell out of my way fall in line and that would be literally the best thing for this team and that's what I was hoping he was going to do from the off like from the outset but that's not happening yet so yeah um, probably has something to do with his his youth, right? He he doesn't want to like step on the toes of the veterans, but yeah. that's exactly what this team needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to be like, I don't know if I, I don't know if I agree with that, but really, maybe. Wow, what what do you what would you suggest that they do? Like Edwards, like I don't I don't think Edwards has a problem stepping on those. T- I mean, Edwards. I mean, they he basically called Alco Bearer. Uh, yeah, like six games in, he's like. Yeah, you guys keep yelling at me. That you guys keep asking me why I'm not dunking as much this year. It's like there's no there's no room for me to to dunk with this with the other with the other guy like dip like with yeah. him crashing to the basket. I can't I can't dunk anymore. Yeah, that's not really something. I don't think that's something that you say if you're uh, you know if you're worried about stepping on the toes of the uh, the veteran guys. I mean, okay. Uh, well, look, they, whatever it is, they need to, like they need to figure out how Anthony Edwards could be their best player that they work everything through. And that's the Maybe they could bring Gobert off the bench, like all that draft capital they gave up. Just be like, yeah, we're going to bring you off the bench. That'd be fun. The the bottom line was I don't have a problem with Gobert being on the roster. It's what they gave up for him was bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's – I mean, I I I think everyone knew at the moment, like, it happened. Like, you gave up way too much for him. But I mean, nobody even likes Gobert. I mean, it was just—it's more no. of. It's just only Kevin of, O'Connor from the Ringer likes Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I mean, it was. And, and whoever I, the hell for, votes for I'll defensive speak for player. My, I'll just say for myself. I just, I just always liked uh, Kermit and uh, the fact that, hey, like they got, got like Gobert's teams have done well in the regular season. It's just another guy. Yeah, and I thought they'd get the spacing right. Since Cat, every year Cat goes further and further out of the paint. I'm like, oh well, they got some. I don't even know if he crosses half court nowadays. (laughs) Um, Either way, here nor there, we'll see what happens. Um, So far, not so good. Uh, Anything else before we get to our final topic here? Anything I missed on you guys wanted to touch on? Uh, I don't think so. I think we covered a good good chunk of change. Nice. We didn't cover right. it in the well, first just... two hours. It's probably not worth covering. <laughs> well, let's just let's just close it out with the real MVP of the NBA so far this season. He's he's the chef in the kitchen. He's the one that puts brings the whole meal together, makes sure all the presents are wrapped, brings you all the joy. The the true Santa of this season. Dev in the lab, internet sensation, viral yes. video extraordinaire, the hero we we knew we needed but didn't know was out there until now, a voice crying out in the desert, the man, he is the best. Dev in the lab, if you have not, I don't know if you you're not an NBA fan, if you and maybe you are and you don't have social media, I don't know, but if you're an NBA fan and you have social media, how have you not seen Dev in the Lab's videos? Just snitching on the whole league. Travel, travel, carry. 
I, I, I've had my son for four years. I love him. I've never carried him that much. I, I just, he, he is roasting these guys <laughs> left and right. He just, uh, he just, he just sent out a tweet. Le- another LeBron gets a steal, takes three steps, and then dribbles on a fast break. He hit us with the, he can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> oh, he did? Oh, I yeah. love it. Even better. Even can't better. Keep getting away with it. Dev. Oh, we gotta we gotta find a way to get this. Even if we gotta raise money on a GoFundMe, we gotta find out a way to get him on the podcast. It has uh, to happen. We I would say we should at least send him a fruit basket or something. Like, <laughs> the man deserves it. Like oh, like, like, so a, like, a, like an Amazon gift card or something. I mean, we we the, the guy's a legend at this point. Um, I agree. So good. He's at uh for anybody for anybody that uh, doesn't know, he's at at Devin. The lab. Well, at Dev in the lab. Sorry. Yeah. Or is it at or Dev in mean, the lab? Devin the lab. No, Dev it's at, it's the, Dev in the lab. But, um, at yeah, I'm, Dev I'm just, in the lab. I'm yeah. just screwing around with you. It's like a pet yeah, smart. Sorry, I apologize. Uh, yeah. I, I'm just glad that he has the uh, the video skills that I do not possess because I'm looking at a so good a tweet I tweeted back on uh. February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2018, where I said no one blatantly carries the ball more than Kevin Durant and makes guarding him so much more difficult than it already is. And if I had the same video skills back in those days, I would have already had these videos up on the Internet. It would have been tour in the lab. <laughs> but, you know, congrats, Dev, just, for just... Uh, knowing what I don't. I just love I just, I just love like the constant like the sound of his keyboard like hit, hit pause yeah. play yeah pause, oh play. yeah the, the clicker click 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 we're doing the salsa out here click click <laughs> That's so good oh man he's amazing he's amazing all right boys this was good what an extravaganza um if if you're if you've made it this far you're and if you're a regular listener even if you're not a regular listener maybe you want to be uh. We will do uh, an abbreviated, uh, regularly scheduled podcast in in the next day or two here before Christmas. But uh, if you don't listen to the regularly scheduled one, have a Merry Christmas, everybody. Boys, we'll be talking. And as per usual, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Never nervous. Ho, 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 ho.